What's going on, Brookie Nation? We are oh still celebrating. They thought the party was over. Hell no. This is the after party. That's right. That's exactly what this is. This is the after party. Mm. Feeling it. I love this. Uh, welcome, welcome everyone to Storybrook Circus. This is episode 51. We are excited to be here. I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla Shikorsky. And we are so pumped to be here for 51 because this is the first time ever that we have made 51 podcast episodes of something. And I'm very, Happily. very excited for us. We did it. We did the thing. This is a new frontier. We don't know what's going to happen. There, no there, rules now. There is a party going on right here. A celebration. Right now. I just, I can't not. It's so, it feels so good. We're going to celebrate this party with you. Mm. I even have a balloon. You do have a balloon. If you'd like to see the balloon, you can head over to Spotify video. Uh... If you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast on Spotify, you will be able to see a uh, little, you know, video screens of us doing shenanigans. Um, so anyway, celebration time, episode 51. Very exciting. If you're here for the first time, we are a once upon a time podcast watching uh, the ABC television show from 10 years ago last year. Uh, right? Yes. Yeah. So 11 years now. <laughs> I like I forgot we were doing the show for over a year now. I know. You know, 51. Should we also celebrate 52? Because that's a year. That's like a year's worth. That's a year's, of po- a year's think, worth of podcast. Look, this intro is just going to be our intro from now on. We're just going to be the celebration <laughs> crew. I just like, look, Caroline, there was a bunch of people in the Discord, you know, talking about how it was like pumping them up because they, you know, the, the, the like, yeah, it's a party. party it's a party. It's a party. We keep saying that the Discord Maybe is a we'll party. switch up the song. Ooh, we can just have it record scratch to We can record songs. scratch into like what we're vibing with. I, I like this idea. See? I kind of like it. Staff meetings. We have staff meetings during the show. This is this is how it works. This is when our best ideas cu- happen on air. Like this that. is also why listening to different opinions is super important. <laughs> because if you just keep your mind clouded and have one tunnel vision view of things, new ideas cannot blossom. Accurate. And that's why we voted for women's rights. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people just. And that's what like, you missed on Glee. They're like, "What is this freaking show about?" Um, we we're a little, we're a little we're a we little literally confused. just explained it to them. We're rewatching Once Upon a Time. Yes, but <laughs> except it's TikTok noise and a bit of spice. Bing bong. You guys gotta find it. We have a new rule. You gotta find the TikTok reference and you gotta link it. It goes in into the, the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, no, we gotta. It's important, everyone. So, uh, all right, let's explain. First of all, Discord. We got a Discord. We're gonna talk about it in a second. But that's where all this fun is happening. That's all the things that we're referencing. We have a Discord chat room that everybody talks in. Uh, and we made a rule last week that. Whenever Isla makes a TikTok reference, which you just did, that I'd play the bing bong sound and you got to go find what the TikTok is and then copy and paste the link into somewhere on the Discord. doesn't matter where. Pod yes. chat, just right. Pod chat. Yeah, pod, probably pod chat. Um, so if you haven't joined the Discord and you know what TikTok that is, go join the Discord and do that now. If you're already in the Discord, go do your homework. So how are you? We always check in. This is this is our personal time. The whole beginning of the pod. I realized when I was I was because I listened back to the podcast just to make sure everything sounds good and whatever. Um, 
And I'm like, we have like a mini radio show <laughs> before the yeah. actual podcast of just us talking about whatever. And then we're like, eventually, yeah. all right, I guess we, we get to, talk about we get to like the point. But um, I, I, can't, I was I was I've always been worried about this since episode one, because I'm like, oh, are we just boring people? And I actually listened back to it. And I'm like, this feels like morning radio. It feels I, it no, felt good to me. Our podcast feels like a road trip. It does. And a lot of people Where listen in the car. So. You like stop and check out the world's largest wheel of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. A little detour, right? Let's it's not like we have one. a direct flight. We're not a direct flight podcast. Yes, correct. We don't just we're not we're not here for business. We're we're, we're here, a road we're here to chill. Yeah. No, I like that's a good We're analogy. stopping at Denny's at seven AM and eating buffalo tenders. You know oh. what I mean? Like my dream of one day road tripping with you. First of all, we have to get a, a actual vacation in together for realsies before yeah. we do this. But like road tripping with you guys would be so fun. Yeah, dude. Listen, friends are everything. It's important to know that. And oh my gosh, you are, obviously, you dear, if you did not know that, you are friends dear, are everything. You are a dear friend. So road trip oh my God, is what friends do. I forgot this is a video podcast. Um, <laughs> People can see you, Isla. To answer your question, I'm good. This week, I feel like I'm on autopilot. Like, it's already Thursday. It We're is recording already Thursday. on Thursday. Wasn't it um, just Monday? Like, Yeah. Which is weird because yesterday like a, felt like Friday. I have like a baby rant. Ooh, oh, I'm here for it. If I had popcorn, okay. I'd pull it out. So on TikTok recently, and honestly on most social media recently, I've noticed an uptick. And if you're listening to the show and you're not, you wouldn't categorize yourself as a Disney adult and you're not quite sure what a Disney adult is, it's people that are adults that enjoy Disney, but sometimes they take it a little too far. Mackie and I are Disney adults on a lesser level. Our families are Disney adults on a lesser level. You know what I mean? Like we can hold a conversation about something else besides the, the mouse. But there's this new thing going around where adults and parents are really into making children the brunt of their jokes online because they think it's so haha funny. And I think that that's like the most oh, least funny, boy. unoriginal joke on the fucking planet. And the one that's kind of circulating the TikToks right now is, here's how to take your kid to Disney World. Don't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, you sent that to me and it it. It made me have feels <laughs> in a really so, not great way. <laughs> what also like really got to me was I thought that that would be like the minority opinion. Oh, like that would get, you know, like two likes and people would be like, it's kind of fucking weird. No, no hundreds no, of no, comments no, 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 no. of parents being like, yeah, you're right. I leave them with grandpa and Mima, and we head on down to the Walt Disney World. And I'm like, I love the weekends that I get with Bart, where we just like get to go to down to Walt Disney World for the weekend, or just go anywhere. We just went to Boston this last weekend. We had a fucking blast, and it was just us. That's great. You know, you need to have adult conversation, all of that, et cetera, et cetera. Right. This week, I have wanted nothing more than to spend a day in the parks with Harper, just riding rides, eating snacks, enjoying Every time our day. I've ever been with you when you don't have Harper. Like literally, I'm all talking you talk about, about Harper is being with Harper. It was like I wish Harper was here. That's all you talk about the whole time. Uh, experiencing her experience, this of world course. is the most beautiful thing. Well, how do you not want that? I think if you are a parent, like I, I'm not saying you know everybody needs to have a child. I don't believe that everybody should be a parent, and not everybody needs to want to be a parent. But like, if you are. How? I don't get it. 
I, I just have a really hard time with I can, it. You know? I can't get like, past using kids as joke leverage in general. Like, yeah, why that is that feels okay again? Forbidden to me. I don't. I mean, is that just me being like uptight and? You know what I mean? Well, people usually are like, well, it's because you're a mom. And I'm like, no. I, I don't have kids. I don't have kids. I didn't that talk feel... about children. Like, crotch goblin. I hate that term. Ew. When you're, like, constantly referring to your kid as an asshole or you're constantly making fun of your kid. Like, for mm. what? I mean. Does that make you feel good? It, it's, uh, I guess, like. Certain conversations with adults, you're at the bar and you're like, oh, yeah, my kid does this thing. That's one thing. To, like, make content out of it on social media and be like, hey, I laughed at this. I want all of you thousands of people to also laugh at this. You know, it just uh, feels very intrusive, I feel like. And because I think it's more like we talk about this idea of consent that involves yeah, your child did not consent to your stand-up right. comedy right like like we always talk about consent in terms of like you know it was joke but like you know kissing sleeping princesses and all this other like as adults but like yeah. kids cannot control what you as an adult say on the internet so there's some part of it that just feels and i'm not saying that it is but just to me personally it just feels like a cheap shot you know what I mean? Like, even if yeah. that kid is, like, a nuisance and a real big pain in the butt, like, my wife is a kindergarten teacher. I know a lot of kids who are weird and annoying. And, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. this year her, her kids are, like, little baby cherub angels. They're wonderful. But, like, that's not like that every year. And those are, like, those kids belong to someone. Like, there's so, like, like, they are children of some parent somewhere. You know what I mean? And if they're yeah. your kids, I still don't think that gives you just because they're yours the right to then like expose them for comedy purposes or no. for, or for attention yeah. it just feels cheap like if you feel that way and you talk to with your friends like that that's one thing but it just the social media aspect of it it also feels like weirdly unsafe am i being weird about that of just like putting your kids out there i don't know it's i mean not- I, no there's a there's a line with that but i I don't, I don't, yeah. you're right. I don't, I think it's gray. It, it, it isn't like black and white every, it's not every single scenario. There's like scenario a big spectrum on like children online, but like. But I certainly don't think. all of your jokes at the expense of your yeah, child? Yeah, I certainly don't think making fun of them or using them as a, as a ploy to get people to haha with you is. It's oh, it's just, it, that's just been really rubbing me the wrong way this week. And the fact that I just genuinely like really do miss being on vacation with Harper. We do our countdown every day. And <laughs> I'm like, that TikTok. Did that person have kids? Was it their kids they were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's worse. It, yeah. I mean, I get if you're just a person trying to make that joke, it, it feels cheap, certainly, but it's not like the end of the world. But like, but if then it's when your you put kids, the context of they really don't uh, take their kids. Oh, like like it's a real thing. <laughs> like it's not a joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that level Disney adult is a real thing. They are a lot. Uh, I mean, I get it. I understand why, you know, a lot of people have to run from a lot of demons. And it's an easy place if you have access to it to disconnect. And I understand that. I think like any other drug, it becomes an addiction. It becomes the, the dopamine going off, right? It becomes I cannot survive. I cannot 
experience any kind of happiness unless I'm doing this thing in a very specific way that makes me feel good or else I completely lose my shit. And that that part of it to me seems and feels unhealthy. I don't think going as an adult when you don't have kids means a damn thing. No, no, no. But they're going without their children constantly, which I understand. That's all they do. That that's a different experience than going with your kids, especially if you have particularly needy kids. I understand wanting to go sometimes and enjoy it but making a whole comedy bit out of it online to be like this is my my lifestyle is a little off color to me right and it's one thing to do it sometimes but to also that be your only way to do the parks is by yourself and leave your family doesn't it feel like an unhealthy like you know what i mean it's like just, just like an addiction you're like oh, I have to wake up and and have a drink before breakfast because I can't function otherwise. You're like, no, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> like that's You have a yeah. problem now. <laughs> like if you yeah. cannot function, the definition of that kind of addiction is like, if you cannot function normally without that thing and your life is now being altered because of it, you have an addiction problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And let's not forget, we all love Disney. It is a children's theme park. That's what it's for. Let's just let's not get it twisted here. (laughs) As the purpose of this thing, it's merry-go-rounds and you know, yes, there are some roller coasters, I guess, but like he built a a a fantasy adventure. It's a family theme park, right? Which like you don't have to be a family to enjoy it, but it's just I don't know. I feel because I understand. No, but if you have one and you're purposely excluding yours and you're making a joke out of excluding your family, that's fucking weird. I just, it's the pride that the jokes are being told with that really gets me Yeah, you should be embarrassed about that kind of behavior. If or just being, like, not, fully transparent about it. Like, if you genuinely hate going on vacation with your family and you would prefer to go by yourself to go visit a rat. Maybe keep that to yourself. Yeah, I would keep that to myself. <laughs> maybe don't. And maybe don't say it with your chest so full because you're like yeah i'm cool right right like you're you're like elbow jabbing people and saying right question mark you're (laughs) hiyucking about it right yeah it's there you know you know what i mean we do not know do you know what we do not know what you mean no we do not know what you mean we are not in agreement here sir (laughs) yeah no i uh we're not even playing the same sport Bye. No. Yeah, it's it's Isla and I. This is a, thank you for coming to our TED Talk, everyone. Is, yeah. Um, so anyway, how are you? Isla and I's uh, the Isla and Mackie soapbox. That's yeah. all. That, like, there's really nothing that's been going on this week. I don't know. It was weird. Like Boston, uh, Boston and I. Bart and I went to Boston last weekend, and that was dope. Uh, your coverage of said trip, amazing. You looked amazing. Thank you, you so were, much. If Thank you. If you're following uh, Isla's TikTok, she chose the outfit. She brought the outfit. I did. I did choose the outfit. Confidently. And you looked like a boss. You looked so good. Thank you. You both did. You, I you was supposed great. to wear heels and I said no. That, so that um, is... I did ruin the entire outfit with Air Force Ones, but whatever. De- ruin? I would say that outfit is nearly perfect for that kind of thing. That's an attitude, okay. right? At that point, okay. that's that's transferable, I say. I, think I you, made an executive decision before listen, we headed out for the night. I was can, like, "You can take the same no. outfit and change it day to night, right?" To me, that is ch- transforming that outfit from one purpose to another. You want to go clubbing? Okay, thank fine. you. You want to go hang out and you want to feel, you know, like you're like if that's your personality, it's if you no. can pull it off. And I feel like you can more than pull that off. Obviously, that's totally you. So I was going for comfort only. I was like, "Listen, I'm not falling." 
I'm not going to be You didn't wear that outfit with like socks and sandals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I packed my teeves, you know, and just threw on my tubas. You were wearing like and headed out for the night. This like super I was awesome like seat outfit. for two. <laughs> no, you guys you guys are are, are glamorous uh a very glamorous Beverly Hills couple. I did me, experience <laughs> a, an ex, I did experience a glamorous meal where I thought I was ordering like a really good side salad. Well, not I was thought I was ordering a salad. It was from like the salad section, and it's at a green salad. And you know, I'm used to those; they're good. Sure, it's just normally green. the house salad. It's just lettuce. It's a straight up lettuce. Yeah, I saw that. There was not a single tomato, not a single <laughs> cucumber, no cukes, <laughs> nothing, just lettuce and some vinegar. I could not believe oh, that is, is that, is the that chaos like, of is, the salad. Is that like, like hoity-toity was, salad? Is that what that is? Yeah, it was definitely like fancy people salad. Is that like when you get gourmet meals and they're like this big? And you're like, where's the rest yeah. of it? Yeah, <laughs> that's five what star, happened. A five-star, two-ounce. $80 and of steak. course, it's one of those like fancy schmancy restaurants where it's so dark in there. Like it's pitch black. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I can't even read the menu. I was like, where's the candlelight? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> oh, and because it's Boston, all real candles. Of course. Of course. None of this. I accident- we accidentally blew one out. <laughs> I thought it was a tea. Like I thought it was like a Dollar Tree tea light. Right. And I like waved my hand over it and it went out and I was like, God damn it. We're in Boston. All right. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, no, you guys were, you guys looked great. It seemed like a lot of fun. I, you know, we are, uh, we want to be like you when we grow up. So we were already, while watching that, planning what our getaway is going to be. We have a couple coming up, which I'm excited about. We always have to deal with, so it's like you have Harper, like, we have the dog. And so we have to, like, and we don't have anybody here. Like, you guys have, like, family. Like, she can kind of go places. We don't yeah. have anyone to, like, watch the dog. So we always have to, like, figure out what to do with him. And, like, do we, like, just leave him and come back? Or do we try to, you know, put him in a kennel? Or, like, what do we do? But we have a couple things lined up coming soon that I'm uh, excited about. A couple, <gasps> couple resort Yay. things that we're going to try and work out. And so I, have, I you know, I always, you guys are super goals. I love watching your ass. Your I would love a good, I love a good hotel stay, you know, there's adventures. nothing better. I'm just excited for you to come here so we can share some of these things with you. That's all I want. We're working on it. I know, Disney's no, building I know. affordable housing. Maybe I'll that. actually be able to move in. Can <laughs> guys, you get me in on that? Let's do a news section of the SBC or we can throw up on ourselves and not do that instead. <laughs> hey, news section. Here's to you, Mackie. <laughs> wait no i said that wrong hold on we gotta stop (laughs) let's let's try again take two cut this part out please uh nope won't do that uh affordable housing is that is that is a news story that's a real thing they are doing that i like it says that some public will be available so like yeah you are the public that's true you are i am the public you are that that's yeah i'm gonna use harper that's 100 percent accurate I'm going to be like, I have a child. I'm going to Titanic style it. I was going to say, it's not the Titanic. (laughs) Same joke. I love that we make the same joke. Uh, This is is fabulous. Fabulous content. Well, uh, if you enjoyed our little silly... I think they did. Silly banter. I assume that you did. I can feel your vibes coming through your radio. This is a good vibe. This is this is this is a this is a spicy one today. We were a little we were a little amped up. It's episode fifty one. It is. This is yeah. I mean, we, this is uncharted waters for us now. We don't know what's going to happen. This is a, this is a new day. This is is this what the it's the new day. Is this what the, uh, the nomads day. felt like when they were like going we out are west? They're trying to Oregon trailing this shit. This is Oregon Trail. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say. 
no, no, we don't. Brain. We don't talk about Bruno. That's not a yeah. No. <laughs> Christopher Columbus is Bruno. <laughs> we are Lord Featherington because I'm currently watching Bridgerton. <laughs> That's great. Okay, we're well. mining for rubies in Georgia. Oh my gosh! All right, sure. Um, I'm I somehow closed the notes. So, <laughs> oh, gonna... don't worry, I got your back. So, guess what? This is episode fifty-one. Welcome oh to Storybook God. Circus. Uh, well, we have to do the thing. We first. always start off with talking shit, which we just did, so we can check that <laughs> off the list. We then oh, move yeah, into our box. favorite segment. It's a segment dedicated to you listening right now. Yeah, you. Let's go into the Storybook Daily Mirror. Mackie, intro that shit. Like I said, this segment, it's dedicated to you, the listener of Storybook Circus. Isla, how do you get into the Storybook Daily Mirror? I would love to tell you, Isla. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. You go to your Apple Podcast, you see the five stars, you click it, you write some nice words about us. We're going to read it on the air, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much, listener. Next, we have a phone number. That phone number is... 207-536-8512. You can leave us a voicemail or you can send us a text message and we are either going to play it or read it on the air, just like you're going to hear it from our friends in a couple minutes. We have an email address, the sbcpod at gmail.com. You can write us an email and <laughs> guess what? You betcha. We're going to read it on the air, listener. <laughs> we have an Instagram the SBC pod. You can tag us when you are listening to the show. We would really love that. We have a Patreon if you would like to financially support us because we are two broke bitches. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the SBC pod. Yes, we exactly. are releasing really cool bonus content very soon. Do you like Hamilton? No, might not be the show for you. But if you do like Hamilton, Patreon.com slash the SBC pod, plus other fun things like Mackie's going to force me to watch Return to Oz. And finally, <laughs> we have a Discord. If you are interested in holding a conversation with me, I could not believe that. But if you did, <laughs> you can join Discord and you can talk with people like me or Mackie or people that also listen to the show. How cool is that? Friends around the world, kind of like pen pals. Anyway. That's how to join the Storybrooke Daily Mirror. Back to you, Mackie. <sighs> that was that was magnificent. What, what we have to name what what is this character's name? Uh Disney Channel News Anchor. Excellent. The Disney Channel News Anchor, Isla. That was I perfect. was picturing Mike Super Sword Show. Yeah, no, I got the vibes. I, I totally felt it in my bones. That was, uh, Thank that you. was an excellent interpretation. Um, those are all of the ways. I, <laughs> it reminds me of like the completely socially awkward people that go into fast food establishments and sing at like an order of 27 things, but they sing it in something, which was cute when like Pentatonix was doing it with Todrick Hall, but now yeah. like, weird families go into Burger King or some shit and try and like, yeah, like and weird to, like, white moms and ice cream shops and yeah. the people that are getting paid minimum wage are not getting paid enough to listen to that. Yeah. 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 Um, did, did, did anybody out there remember that do you remember like the pentatonics going to starbucks and I'm... i do but now it's swarmed by this lady that kind of blew up over tiktok no, no, who did no, it no, in an no. ice cream shop and i was like this is 
my worst nightmare. Live singing is my worst nightmare. In public settings, when it's not supposed to be, I hate it so I much. I agree with that. Uh, I feel physically uncomfortable. But I will, I will though, play the... We're going to listen to this because this is, this is where it came from. And it's embarrassing because... This is great. And there's a really fine line between like super embarrassing and super cringy and super awkward and you have to sit there through it. And it crosses over into, oh, these are actual real performers and it's actually endearing and cool because they're good and it's not weird and completely tone deaf. Yeah. It's it's arguable depending on your feelings on the people because a lot of people think Tajikal is an egomaniac and blah, blah, blah. And it was like too much. I don't have that feeling. I was following him well before he was a celebrity and just like a singer doing theater in his local town. And so to me, I, I liked it, but I will I will uh, put it on quickly because I feel like, well, after this ridiculous ad that's going to play that I don't want to hear at all, is B&H telling us the brief history of B&H. Okay, listen, I do love B&H. I actually love, this is the one commercial I sometimes listen all the way through because I really like it. All right, here you go. Just because we referenced it. Jessica. (laughs) Very young pentatonic. Two, three, four. Dang, that was so good. I think I need to buy myself a Starbucks. Jessica, you ready for it? This is before already was even I'm uncomfortable. What if you walked into this Starbucks and this is going on? I would walk out. I was jumping out of her skin right now. I'm a Starbucks fiend. I'm a Starbucks fiend. That's when I love the rising in the Starbucks theme. Like, oh, oh, tell me what you put in my cup. Cause I think I'm in love with your Starbucks. Oh, oh, got me all addicted and stuff. I just can't get enough for your Starbucks. Oh, oh, tell me what you put in my cup. They just panned over to this girl who's just like smiling through her embarrassment. Okay, Scott Hoying. Oh, it got worse. <laughs> if you can't see, Scott put his hood over his head. <laughs> I don't know what that I would not over she has to read it back it's like a tall cappuccino a short cappuccino a peppermint tea hot a a white mocha with extra whip a tall skinny latte chicken panini and a vintage car macchiato this this is 2013 so this is before uh before Pentatonix was a thing, this is before they were on The Voice. This is before they got their record deals. This is before they were, you know, like the superstars that they are. It was three of them. There was no bass. It was just Mitch Scott and Kristen. And Todrick was friends with them. They did this and they did other ones. They did a flash mob in a bathroom of like uh, LMFAO or some, for some song. 
full choreography with people in there and security kicked them out like they taped the whole thing like this it was it, at the time vine was big so a lot of these like flash mobby type things were, were going on and so they did the whole thing and security like came in the room because they were in a girl's bathroom with all these dudes in there like shooting all this stuff and the security guard came in let them finish and was like okay you have to get out now <laughs> and it's all on tape and i was like oh my god i was so stressed out watching this i'm like this is so good but i am so stressed out <laughs> like if you're not tipping that barista at least 500 dollars, that right? was not if she's not, not in cool. on it because i don't believe anything on the internet i feel like it's all fake she's in on right that. but was like, this was 2013 so i fully believe that, that she was been. not in on it yeah. and she is very uncomfortable having to repeat this 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 is yeah it's right can you feel it that's I'm sorry for the detour, but I'm also not sorry for the detour. If I like walked I in on, that. if I was like, all right, I'm going to go get my honey citrus mint tea. And I walked into a Starbucks and I saw that. Oh, no, I would run away. I would go find a different Starbucks. I would or I would go fast. grab that girl and I'd be like, girlfriend, we're going to find you a different job. Let's go. <laughs> you need to go. <laughs> this is not it. We are very people to be hiding in bushes when shit is going down. We are not, the, we are the, not those people. I, and you know what, which is really fucking funny right now, is that yesterday, listener, um, I sent Mackie one of my Facebook memories sure of me participating in, in a, flash a show flash mob <laughs> in the middle of New York City. <laughs> but the difference between my show choir flash mobs back then where they were always outside in a public setting nobody was enclosed and confined you know what i mean like you could have walked away at any point right you did not have to participate in this this poor girl has to be nice because she's working they did it at her like they were they were like yeah they made her a part of the bit which is like that's too much for me. I'm like, hey, we're going to do this dance break right now at whatever seaport district we were at in New York at that point. And <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Todrick's, one of Todrick's videos, he was seaweed in Hairspray. So, and I won't play this. I'll, I'll try and play it for you after we're done recording because it's not relevant anymore to this stuff. Because now we're just babbling. But uh, he called Domino's and had Domino's come over. Uh-oh. Something is happening. <laughs> I need a water. Oh, no. Go, go get your water. Do you want me to tell the story to the people, or would you like to be a part of the story when you come back? No, I think Bart's going to bring me a water. Oh, he's going to bring you a water. <laughs> I'm not getting my own water, bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I will continue then. So he calls a uh, Domino's guy, Domino's specifically, comes up to this big giant house. It was somebody's house, and I don't remember where they're from, Arlington, Texas or something. Thank you. Thanks, Bart. <laughs> the best. Door-to-door service. Full, full service establishment here. So uh, he calls Domino's, and Domino's comes over, and when he answers the door, he goes, the pizza guy goes to give him this thing, and he just starts singing. But no. what happens is he starts singing. The guy's like, uh, and then they do a flash mob of... A number from Hairspray. The whole number. The entire company comes out of the house, does full choreography while this guy has to stand there and wait for them to finish. And then I think it's part of the bit where, like, someone pays him and takes the stuff, And it, right? It's like the kind of improv comedy that makes you never want to go to a live show because you're somehow going to get picked and dragged up on stage and do something embarrassing. It's that, but real life. Like, this guy was At on the At least when you go to a comedy show knowing that that's a possibility, this right. man was just trying to deliver He's a pizza. He's just delivering it's, pizza. But it's again, always because it's, like, essential 
workers that this happens to. And right. I think that's what my problem is. Yeah. It's like, it's always, you know, a pizza delivery driver, a barista, or... Yeah. And they're trapped. They can't do anything. And they can't, like, not... If they yeah. don't do it right, they get yelled at anyway. I don't... And yeah, I, again, because I you're like, I don't know. It just feels very... Uh, to me, again, I'm just like, I don't believe it. I like, appreciate I like the talent. I feel like I feel like he came to the door to deliver this pizza, and they were like, "Look, we're, we're doing that, a thing. and that's fine. Can you go back and do this again so that we're gonna do a whole thing? Are you right? I feel like that happens. TikTok now, I think yes, is mostly. All You're of totally that. right. It could have been real, man. Back then, but back, th- I don't think that anything back then was like staged like that. They yeah. really staged because that was the whole. The only of shit it. that was staged back in the day was reality TV. Right. Like, think about that. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, as a theater enthusiast, I mean, Todrick is a stupid, ridiculous vocalist. And th- all of these runs he's doing Yeah, it's cold. not to say they're not talented. Right. I just think that very inappropriate. Yeah, right. I, I'll I'll show you the video when we're done. Because it's... It, if it, Just Google Todrick Hall Domino's hair. It's like hitting on a bartender Go- right. when they're working. Okay, like, that's my comparison to this that. This is because your job. No, it's not. I have to be nice to you because <laughs> yeah. I my job relies on it. Right. And, and it relies on other people seeing me be nice to you so they will also tip yeah you know, women bartenders i need to like women I, it well women in general but like <laughs> but but like things like bartending it's like expected that that's a just a part of your job mm-hmm. description and that's gross to me and it's just that you have that you like are expected to deal with that garbage i respect yeah. you so much for doing the stuff that you do anyway um well thanks for uh allowing us to do that long giant tangent and i say thanks because i mean you could have just turned this off at any point and it doesn't really matter we're gonna do it anyway but thanks for those of you who thanks for humoring us didn't fast forward and not um, telling us if you did fast forward yeah i appreciate that or you can tell us and we'll do it anyway um so storybrook daily mirror let's talk uh who hit us up you want to do what you want to do text who first? hit us up who hit us up you want to do text first sure text messages we got um <laughs> some of our text messages are just commentary on the voicemails that people send <laughs> they send the voicemail and then they send text behind it so i guess we don't yeah. really have to we don't really have to get into these this is fine we don't yeah we, we're not gonna that's fine we don't have to do any of this although caroline does send us these really sweet short yeah last week it was uh oh the next episode is 50 and this one was i just have so much love in my heart for you both gonna try and call them later but i'm so proud and so much love which normally is like something we wouldn't read because that's just for us but i just love that she sends in like these little tiny ones just to be like hello (laughs) like it's just to say hi i love it it's really sweet no we really like it a lot i i I oh we did get another text message though from addy we sure did you want to read that one hey howdy hey friends it's addy Here's a fun, silly little game. So you know how in a PG-13 movie you get one use of the F word. If that rule applied to Once Upon a Time, who would you give the one use of the F bomb to? I love this Is this game. per episode? You want to you make that a bit in every episode? Yeah, where can we add fuck? That's actually an incredible game. Where's your use okay, wait, of so, that word? So, so first of all, because it'll be What would easy, enhance the script? It'll be easy for everybody to call in and text in and email us their answer to this one. We, we can do it during the show, but just as a general thing, what character in general, like, like what is the case for all the stuff that we've experienced so far? Like with our storylines, with our people, is there a particular moment or a particular character you would have want to escalate to that emotion and then just blow? Because I feel like 
I feel like it would have felt uncomfortable on Emma and and maybe inappropriate depending on the, the case. Neil. Neil or Gold to me, it would have felt like cause cause and not Rumpelstiltskin, like well, actually Rumpel would have been really funny because it would have been funny if it was him. Yeah, but I'm just thinking of like so Neil's what's the, what's the situation? His like gruffness. Right. Is there a particular like situation that you would Yes. When he Neil? found out that Tamara was a scam artist, if he went like are you fucking kidding me? I was going to say, is it like an exclamation of just the word or is it like in, in, in the context of like getting heated with a person? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would be. I Yeah, I, I stand by Rumpelstiltskin used as a piece of his comedy, like his his nasty comedy to like. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would have enjoyed that. That so would be much. fun, though. Just because when Lucifer moved to Netflix and they started cursing on it more. And but like where it shows up is I don't think they say the F word really, but like where it shows up is so funny to me. Like, I think somebody calls somebody a dumb shit and I laughed so hard. (laughs) I love when Netflix gets a hold of shows or like HBO gets a hold of shows because they're just allowed to just pop off. It's so real. They can do whatever they want. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, Addy, love this game. Love, love this game. And I want to continue it. And I think we should now do it every episode. So question, as always, what do we call the bit? Oh, my automatic. <laughs> we can't call it this. But the first thing that what came to my mind. No, was we could do what does the fox say? Um, But... Mine was from Euphoria. Hey, Cass, how long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? Oh, my God. So I just, I, I want to see if this works. And I don't know if it sounds like this to you, but I have this thing on my mixer that my microphone is plugged into that literally censors me. Like, it literally bleeps stuff oh out. Oh, my gosh. So I want to be, I, like... No Fox given. No given. That's fantastic. Yeah. But but I know I'm just gonna look real quick just to see if it's recording that way, uh, like if it records the thing in it. Let's see. No, no, it doesn't because it's not in line. So I'll oh, I'll, I'll work that out because you can hear it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the people can't hear it because it's. I mean, I can I can work it in. Uh, actually, I'll I'll do this if I if I do it here. Oh, okay, I got it. I figured it out. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So yeah, do wait. Do you want to do no no fox given? Yeah, but in the recording it'll be no f- given. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be so much fun. Oh, I love this. I'm so excited. All right, cool. So um, I just have to Addy, uh, nail it. You Addy have, always kills it. You have disrupted the show in a, in a very good way. Uh, yeah, in a positive light. So thank you. For that. <laughs> Addy's always bringing it, man. Bring bringing it. Uh, all right. So those are our text messages. Let's get into. We want to hear from you. We love hearing your voices. This is important to us. So now we're going to hear all repeat voicemails, which we love. I do love when we get new people, but it's because there's something very. It's like a warm hug when you get yeah. the, re- the repeat people in. So these are all long and just like you guys like our long episodes because we ramble. We like your long voicemails because they're fun. So stop apologizing <laughs> for getting yeah. long voicemails. They're great. So let's first hear from Megan. Hi, again, this is Megan from Las Vegas, and I just wanted to say, uh, well, like, I just wanted to talk to you anyways. But I have a fun story to tell you about because I was listening to, like, the first part of episode 50, and Isla was all, like, talking about 
Return to Oz and how like it's like a it, I looked at it, it's like PG but it like is really dark. It's PG. Well, one night my mom I would and not I were let just, like talking and hanging right. out because you know we're like that. And she was like, Megan, I saw this post and it says like there this mom was like complaining about this TV show, A Tale of the Dark and Grim, is what it was called, and it was like. There's people chopping off heads in the first episode, super gory, super dark. And my mom and I were like, there's no way. Like, it's a kid's show on Netflix. Like, it can't be. And we were being judging, so we were like, okay, let's watch it. Let's see how it really is. And so we watched it. It's bad. Like, it, 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 like it's so bad. And it was like, it was like this, it was the Hansel and Grell story, and like their heads get chopped off, and they run off into the woods, and then it's like the mom the witch is like a mom and she like ate her child and oh there was like God. a foot still in a shoe it was really creepy and i know it isn't about once but it it was just a really creepy thing that i thought i'd share it's on and then another thing <laughs> is when i was in texas history class when i lived in texas we had to sign a permission slip to watch the alamo but then we also watched this other video about like the westward expansion and it went into way too much detail about the donner party i mean it like started off as like a birth it wasn't graphic but it just like was scary and me as like a twelve year old was like, What is happening? What is going on? Anyway. But it was just super like stressful and I don't understand why that was okay, but like the Alamo, which is like I mean, I get it. They're both dark and I wish that it was just like a little bit of a warning about the Donna Party whole situation, but you know <laughs> That's true. Cool. So I just wanna say thank you for listening to my little stories. I wanted to call back because you know, you dared me, so I just thought <laughs> it was it meant it was meant to be. Um, and if you ever need me to host a show on any circumstances, I'll be reporting for duty. Oh my God. Anyways, stay oh gold, stay rumpled. Uh, oh Megan, you can God. call in every single week. You can absolutely call in every single week. We, oh my gosh, I, that was a universal thing because we also watched the LFL and we also had to sign a permit. Like our parents had to sign a permit. What is that slip. about, really? It's because it was rated R. Oh, so like legally. And we were to. in middle school, so like legally, I think the school district was like, mm, we need to get parent consent on this one. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, we also had to do that. Weird. Uh, what is it? The the dark, dark and grim. I don't know. The yeah, that kind of sounds kind. I don't. I kind of watch it. I was gonna say this sounds a little bit kind of Hila's. Might be into right it. there. She might be into it. Megan, thank you for your contribution. Thank you for answering uh, this alleged dare. <laughs> <laughs> that we made we definitely did um yes please you can call back in every week i would listen to your voice <laughs> say anything it's the cutest thing ever it's just so, so nice. refreshing it's so nice it's just so, it's so sweet um and also i really would have a hard time had she not said what age she was that this was not just a sweet adult <laughs> This sounds I know. Like, a, like you're, I don't know, you're so well put together. You're so anyway. well spoken. Like really well spoken. Um, I'm not trying to like, is the word chastise? Like I'm like, not belittling. I don't know right. what word I'm looking for, but like, I mean that with like the most respect in my heart. No, like honestly, I'm so impressed. No, like we were that surprised because it like normal, what, tw- 13, 14? Yeah. Normal 13 year olds don't talk like this. <laughs> so I'm just saying. No. Like in in a good way. I don't mean that you're not normal. I just mean like wow. It, like, <laughs> let's hear from other other our other favorite teenager. Okay, sure. Who's kind of mad at us right now? Let's our, preface our young and <laughs> no, our young people come to represent. 
man. They come out and they... Listen, this specific... All right, it's Lucas, guys. Lucas <laughs> comes to check us. He puts us in his place whenever he feels the need. That, and he that, did feel the need this week. That is true. We haven't heard from Lucas in a little bit, so uh, we got a little bit going on here. Anyway, thank you, Megan. We appreciate it. And yes! we, hope, we hope to hear from you soon. We do have to get people's voices on the show again when we're not taping so late to either do yeah a guest spot like a video guest spot or a uh like a phone like the phone drop was really fun <laughs> we could do that or or just like we did the, the one with jordan we did the one to see if it would yeah, work yeah we did the did. one interview with jordan and we called miranda and we called caroline we called caroline so we could we could we had to figure out how to you never know bring that stuff back when we're gonna show up you never know all right so let's hear maybe from, we'll knock on someone's door oh my god like uh what did the home renovation show was that show with the move that bus guy Tyler, Ty, Ty, Ty Bennington. Yeah, that. Don't they like We're actually just going to start Billy on the streeting it and screaming at people in public. So uh, our friends who have another podcast, a tragical podcast, they follow this podcast uh, that is on the street. I forget what it's called. Something very. Oh, podcast obvious. on the street. Po- it's called podcast. On no, the street, podcast yeah. on the outside or something it's some, like it's that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and they are like obsessed with it. And they ended up finding them and they were on the show because they just walked up on it. But it's it's literally these guys with recording equipment on a, on a sidewalk and they just point somebody out and say, sit down. And then they just do the podcast right there. And it's That's really also fun. like, have you seen Black Menaces on TikTok? No. They are these kids that go to BYU. Do you know what BYU is? I don't. What is the that? Mormons. Oh. The Mormon College over in Utah. Okay. Okay. BYU is a social experiment. It's like, Literally, it's like I a huge, a huge one, isn't it? And like, really trying to not offend anybody right now, but <laughs> these kids, I believe that they're paid actors at this point because it is absolutely insane. The answer. like they'll ask, like they ask, you know, they're they call themselves the Black Masses, and mm-hmm, they ask mm-hmm. thought provoking questions, mm-hmm. and every like you'll be like, do you think women deserve rights? Oh, and my. they'll go. <laughs> I mean, I never really thought about that before. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the easiest You're question. Like, is this a joke? <laughs> is it a bit? It's, it is my new favorite TikTok because it feels <laughs> like a podcast in a way. You would love them. Oh, man. And there's this one girl on there and every time somebody is in there and she goes, per, period, period. And they never comment on their answer like their response to it they always go okay thank you oh wow that's like jabria and it's it's always (laughs) it's always so uncomfortable because they just they'll be like do you think that gay people should be able to be in like in a relationship out in public and they'll be like oh Uh, well you know i I mean personally (laughs) i mean and you're just like watching this and you're like so wait these people are asking the question or they're being asked the question let me we're gonna really does this count this. do i bing bong this <laughs> is this a, it's not a reference per se oh my god let me, let me just here we go we are off the trail today that's it no okay cool that's it yeah 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 so, so this is do you support gay marriage do you support gay marriage yeah that's it no okay cool that's it yeah, I'd say so. Okay, yeah. sweet. Um, I wouldn't say that I like encourage it, but I definitely don't judge people. Who I I don't have the nerve do. for this. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the nerve for this. If this would drive me bananas. I can't deal with that. They just go around to all these people. 
I can't. I, I do not. I do not have the nerve to sit through that. That would make me insane. <laughs> it sends me over the and edge I know every day. That, that is exactly your cup of tea for internet content. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> oh no, I need to pretend that that doesn't exist because there are some people and like that dude with the white hat on no i need to talk to him no <laughs> like, just that, they just go how aggressive no. and, then, and then how quickly he got out of there i was like Ooh. he was like yeah i said wait i gotta go oh god <laughs> i'm a homophobe bye all shows come with a podcast the podcast is what the show is going to be called i decided that in my head all shows come with the podcast the podcast um okay yes 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 right uh all shows with come with a podcast. The podcast should be us just looking at random videos on the internet and commenting on them like that. That's me. That's the so whole. these are my likes for the week. Um. I actually really love that a lot. What, so, is, what is your current trend that you're you love right now? Oh Tell man. me. I I so secretly wish this this podcast is turning into that. I secretly wished all the time that we just had a podcast that we turned we just hit record and just talked until we felt like stopped talking and then we that was the whole show instead of like I I like the fact that we're reviewing a TV show but but just that <laughs> We're just we, really good at this. We are we are holding hostage this show for this content that we really should put in another show. But I here know. Because I have not hit the play button on Lucas's voicemail yet because we've been looking at TikToks. <laughs> I hate us so much. It's hilarious. It's me looking into the Jim Halpert camera. Uh, yep, yeah, she's doing it with the big... Huh? All right, let's play this. Let's play the voicemail. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, it's Lucas. It's been forever since I sent him a voicemail. Um, my bad. I have oh had no motivation in the past few weeks. Oh, no. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I also have no idea why my audio was bad in my last voicemail, so I'm just really hoping that's not the case with this one. Sounds good. That's so, so clear. Anyway, yeah. Um, for, like, my COVID story, I my last day of school was on Friday the 13th. I still can't believe it was 15th, Friday the 13th. It's a cosmic and joke. it was my sophomore year. I was 15, and I wasn't, like, too upset about it school-wise. This is... I just stopped it for a second. This is my issue with having these freaking lovely young people on the show. You were 15 and a sophomore when COVID happened. And now you're a senior. Yeah, <laughs> like you're about gra- to graduate. Like you're about to graduate. Like this yeah. is it's crazy to me. Like we like we started our first project in COVID. Yes, it wasn't SBC, but like the fact that that's still so recent, yeah. You know what I mean? Like my baby we, was one. That's what I'm saying. Like she's that, turning four in two the, months. <laughs> the fact that like the young people that we know and love in our circles, like, are like old our, now. our kids, our nieces and nephews, our you know listeners from the show, are like 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 the years go by so fast and like growing up. Like Lucas is a four. They don't start now. coming and they don't <laughs> start coming. That's true. Oh my god! Don't do that! Don't don't quote I'm not, this. Please I don't stopped. quote this. I got a I got a bad place in my heart for that song. <laughs> I will tell you that story afterwards, and you're you're gonna you're gonna approve. I Shrek? promise. You're gonna well, th- the original, but yes. <laughs> Shrek, I love how you're, you're like. How Shrek. could you do this to him? It's one of the best soundtracks of all time. Shrek. I'll tell you why later. It's I forget our I forget the nicknames, but you'll get it. It doesn't matter. A, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue, Lucas. Um, it's uh, but I was in a production. It's a Greg and Tamara problem. Oh, okay. It was a musical that I auditioned for 
It's Matilda in the Musical. August. That's what missed. And then we had to wait exactly 53 days before the first rehearsal. I was counting down. And then it was a long rehearsal process. So we were going to perform it mid-April. So I was so close, and I loved every second of being in that show. And when it was canceled, it broke me. I, it took a long time to recover from that. Um, my mental health got really bad for a lot of reasons, but yeah. Um, and then last summer, we ended up performing Matilda because the director was amazing. And though she lost money from the show, she wanted us to be able to perform it. Oh, so, yeah. that's awesome. It all worked out. And I mean, this year, COVID-wise, it sucks. But what else is new? Um, yeah, that's like my COVID stuff. Um, so, also, I started watching Once Upon a Time when I was 10, I believe. I started when I was in fourth grade. Oh my God. <laughs> and I fell in love with it. And I have memories of annoying my friends by talking them through the episode, the possible episodes. And they had no idea what was going on. It's not an easy show to explain, but it was fine. Um, also, with us finally being in Neverland, um, I know somebody in the Discord mentioned the movie Finding Neverland. Y'all should listen to the um, musical album Finding Neverland. It is one of my favorite musicals. Finding Neverland is amazing. Um, also, Isla, you said that you wanted us to send a Christmas card. you got to give us a place to send it. Along with oh, the presents I made for you guys. Totally on us. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we have to do that. Also, you guys are constantly complaining about how they're, they're always arguing and just, like, picking on each other, like, all the mm -hmm. people trying to save Henry. The schoolyard like, crew. I think that's the point of the first few episodes of season three, of they're learning to work together. They are enemies, and they are brought together in a, the same purpose. But I wish they would do it behind closed doors together. So I think true. it makes sense, kind of. You're it's not wrong. Right. Just all really true. briefly, um, my thoughts on the whole. Okay, we'll find out what the thoughts on the whole are. Uh, I just wanted to point out, before we move on to the rest of the voicemail, uh, <clears throat> the, the COVID stories and stuff too, right? It's interesting, you know, people are, are thankfully comfortable sharing where they were. And, and obviously a lot of it was so disruptive and so uh, abrupt, right, that mm -hmm. it really shook a lot of people up. And, and there were some people, us included, that were fortunate enough not to have like a tremendous amount of our lives completely rocked. Uh, and some people, it was, you know, a small impact. Some people it was a gigantic impact. Um and I just, I, I wanted to share something. I pulled up lyrics while, while we were just listening to that from one of my absolute favorite music artists, period, Andy Grammer, who is a very thoughtful. Oh, no, very, honey, no, That's right. That's, <laughs> that's Andy Grammer. Uh, very, very thoughtful, very poignant storyteller, right? And it's, and it's, he's very, he is pretty spiritual. He's not a Christian artist, but he's very, he's like, like not religion spirituality right just like caring for other people and like like the fact that we're all coexisting and that we should be nicer to each other and we should consider things and whatever anyway he made an album called the good parts and he explained a little bit about how he was writing this and and how some of the songs on it there is a song on the album called the good parts and it reminds me of like all these people who are sharing their covid stories since since we asked for that and they're kind of you know sort of trickling in 
the chorus of this song, the main meat of why the song is a thing. The chorus is show me where it hurts and give me something real. Lead me to the part of you that never really heals and say the words that burn when they leave your mouth. Tell me your story, but don't leave the good parts out. And the whole point, the story behind it is you always tell people, you know, to to tell me how you're doing and everything and, and everything is like all positive and and you you sit you know the he is suggesting that the good parts your story are the things that hurt the things that yeah. are heavy the things that are hard and he is he actually says like i there's another one on it where he says i hope you I hope you heard or something like that where like that means that you're alive and it means that you're feeling and it means that you're learning yeah. and it means that you're growing because you're going through some kind of pain that you shouldn't be running from that. You should be using it for strength. And so the good parts is mostly just about like, tell me your failures. Tell me the things that make you cry. Like what? And he told a story when he was in a live concert that when he talks to his friends and he wants to like shoot the shit and like and catch up with it with them, he mm-hmm. wants to know the worst things that happen to them so that he can support them better and be a better yeah. friend. And it, it, it as I was listening to Lucas just tell that story, like it's not. I mean, it ends okay, but like it's it's hard. Like it, it's like it, you know, your mental health suffers, and like all these things got shaken up, and you know, a lot of people didn't. No, and it's so hard to think about how a fifteen-year-old started quarantine, and now Lucas is eighteen, and about to turn eighteen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. graduating high school. Yeah. So no, a good part of your teenage years were taken up by this pandemic, and like I know that that's happening every day. You know what I mean? Like my child's toddlerhood was mostly pandemic and like so it's just so weird that like these giant chunks of our lives were so affected and some people never want to talk about it again and i'm like i feel as though we should be acknowledging it like now is the time to start like putting the pieces back together and like really trying to regroup and be okay i don't know it's weird uh check out good parts from andy grammar and I'll play a little bit of it here. Show me where it hurts and give me something real and leave me to the part of you that never really heals and say the words that burn when they leave your mouth. You tell me your story but don't leave the good parts out. Tell me all about your failure. Um, but it's it it is very uh, relevant to uh, us sharing all these stories, and it it turned into a growing experience um, for all of us, as you know, people in Discord and listeners and all that stuff. I, I like that we were able to share things that we may have not normally shared, and people some people shared by text in the Discord with each other, and they had conversations about it, and it, it just it I. I, I channel stuff like from Andy Grammer, you know, in us being friends, being people mm-hmm. who who are encouraging each other, supporting each other. That that's the important conversation is not the like right. oh, everything's good. It's it's the like supporting each other's pain. So, um, so thank you, Lucas, among other things in that first part of the voicemail of sharing your COVID story. Appreciate that. So let's continue. Oh man, I almost made it in one voice now. <laughs> um, so my thoughts on David. Before I start this, I want to preface by saying Once Upon a Time Season 3 is my favorite season. When I'm upset, I specifically watch Season 3. In fact, when Matilda got canceled, I laid in my bed and watched Once Upon a Time Season 3. So I am very... Comfort season? Got it. it. Every show, you got a comfort season. That's fair. And I assumed that nothing you guys would say would change any of my opinions with it because 
yeah. And you definitely got through to me with the whole David situation in the second episode. What? Oh my god, we are dismantling the patriarchy one episode at a time. (laughs) I'm I'm very surprised by this. I I think that he thought he was doing what was right, but it did kind of come off manipulative. He's wrong. And I mean, I also know that in the last episode of season one, it's Snow White's idea to say, we're going to get my castle back. Yep, yep, yep. So I think it was more of a, he was trying to remind her, but of it was that. in a manipulative way, and I don't like it. <sighs> we never convince Lucas of Snow White. I know, I'm telling Lucas you. Lucas is the one person who, like, stands I'm battling on... internal misogyny with the world, and I'm, I'm determined. Wow, I mean... We got through to the youth. <laughs> I, I, I still understand how it could be overlooked. And I, could, I do understand I can. it not uh, not bothering some people because it wasn't very Because explicit. you're not looking at it through a, mil- a malicious lens. Yeah, and it wasn't... It like was, Leo. It was subtle. It was not... It wasn't, uh, you know, overtly evil or anything like that. You know what I mean? It wasn't... I don't think... Because it, it was not manipulative for his own gain. It was actually right. manipulative for someone else's benefit. So that's really confusing messaging because it was manipulative, but it was not self-serving, which usually those things... You you know, it's manipulative so I can win or I or I can benefit somehow. And somehow that was split up. You know what I mean? To season well, two of Bridgerton. That's true. That is true. Miss Edwina just told off everybody and their brother that, about know. this very subject. So you know what? You're right. You're right. That's I'm doubling good. down on it. Yeah. I still don't think Leo's a jerk. He's still a sweet baby angel. No, I think we still love charming. It's a good we do but it. bad moves. It's still and a we good, uh, have talked about it and we're all in agreement that we all see the wrongs. Yeah. And we're taking that, and we're being better people for it. I take, so you know what? Love this. I take the Lucas uh, 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 acknowledgement, high praise. though, as yeah, high, high, high praise, yeah. And then obviously the whole hiding the fact that he was poisoned is stupid, and I hate it. Yeah. One thing that I wish they did was, I was thinking about this a few minutes ago, and I didn't really elaborate on my thoughts in my head, um, but I feel like it would have been interesting to have me be Regina, be the one who... Um, had a little bit, bit of poison, you know, um, and she, I love it would that. make sense with her hiding it. And all she cared about was getting Henry. She didn't want to sidetrack anything by trying to find a way to make it better. Yep. I think that would have been cool. And it Agreed. would have been a good way to show that she genuinely just wants to do the right thing. Oh my God, Lucas, you rewrote it. Hold Damn, on. good idea. Okay, I like it, Picasso. You did it. Yes. That's our new... You know what they call that in the world of TV? It's called head canon. Have you heard this? Okay. No. So when something is canon, that means it is considered a part of the real storyline, yes, right? Yes. I knew so it can- Okay, yeah. I just learned what canon meant. I'm so, going to be honest. So that's but... okay. I mean, Star- was it Star Wars when we started No, Star it was... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. So, so things like the Cursed Child is not fan fiction. It's not out of the world. It literally it's canon. exists. Yeah, it's canon yes. because it lives in the same universe. As everything else. Same thing for Fantastic Beast. It lives in canon. It's not a separate yes. spinoff thing. Head canon. <laughs> somebody on the internet on like Reddit or something made up, and it is when somebody it's return to Oz. It right exactly. It is when somebody creates a canon, a fake canon head cannon like in their head right and just justifies something and then says that's what i'm assuming the story is but it but it yeah. was never officially approved by the people who made the story so head there must be a lot of those in lost right oh yes very much it's, okay. it's basically well fan fiction is like a story written out head cannon is like 
the theory version of fan fiction where it's just like right. i think it was like this not a whole freaking story made up about yeah. it. so so that that is basically what we're doing is we're creating headcanon to justify reasons of why people do things. But if, I agree with this 100%. If Regina had been the one that was poisoned yeah. and she didn't have like a loved one on the island with her for her to for her keeping it from them would be bad or whatever. I think that's yeah. a, that's a great rewrite. I think that would have been really interesting. And I think the fact that they did it with David and they're doing the whole, oh, I'm not going to tell her. It's stupid. Agreed. Um, Agreed. But again, I love season three. I know I just complained about it, but I love it. Um, yeah. It is great. Yeah, that's it. So, um, anyway, stay gold, stay rumple. I'll see you guys in Neverland. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Thanks, Lucas. So, we do have a, a PS. We have a post postscript. I was going to say, I thought we had another one. We have a postscript a voicemail. <laughs> this is a great one. Hi, this is Lucas. Um, I just sent in voicemails like 20 minutes ago, and I usually wait until I have like a list of things to talk about, but I couldn't wait. I well, I have a bone to pick with you. Let's go at Megan it. Megan from Las Vegas, when she called in, she said, oh, it's cool when you have longer episodes, give me something to listen to while at school. You said nothing about it. You gave me a hard time in the Discord. All right, Maggie, pause this voicemail. And only laid off when you learned it was my... <laughs> Lucas, guess what? Oh, no. oh, no. oh God. You want to show up to a fight? You're going to get a, a fight. We fact-checked you, bro. We fact-checked you. We went back to Megan from Las Vegas and her original voicemail. She listens to our show on the way to school. <laughs> while you over here are throwing your little earpod in your left ear, and you're trying to get away on not listening to biology. Which, so, no. Which I kind of did in school, too. But we're not talking about that. <laughs> Do as we say, not as we did. Because look at where we are now. We're recording a free podcast, okay? Like That's right. And we want to work no, for I'm you. No, I'm just Sunday. kidding. Uh, but Megan from Las Vegas listens to the show on the way to school. Approved. Listening. You are now allowed. First of all. Wait, no. Second of all. We have also approved you listening to the show in school now. Because it is the second semester of senior year. That's and true. we know that you have senioritis. So we have given you this hall pass. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, okay, what is this argument right now? She's let's, in middle school. Let's go back. A hard time in the Discord when I joked about it and only laid off when you learned it was my senior year. And you're like, okay, yeah, no, that doesn't matter. Lucas, you're giving school. big sibling vibes right now. I'm, you are giving angry that the younger sibling gets to offended. do cool thing vibes. And I, need to, <laughs> I am very offended. And I needed you to know that as soon as possible. That's what I have to say. <laughs> the gold stay on both you and Neverland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was your boxing. That was your boxing match of, of the day. Uh, yeah. This is a this is a bit, everyone. You don't have to freak out. Lucas oh my gosh, yeah. Annoying. So then Lucas texted us and yeah. was like, I'm just kidding. Like, Lucas, we bet now. That was comedy. <laughs> and it was, and it is, and we received it that way. But and now we let gold. everyone in on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bit. Megan, Lucas is not mad at you. <laughs> this is this is a carefully crafted SNL sketch. Um Yes. But a good one. I liked it. I enjoyed the banter. <laughs> this is great. Uh Megan, heed this take warning, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> the rule stands. 
Well, the only reason we got to keep our nice things nice. We don't want parents to hear back from their teachers that we are causing a ruckus and then all of a sudden parents don't like us and that's no bueno. We need to, we need parent vibe check. Is yeah, we, uh, we we really care about this. No, we do. Because we right now... We have we the have, entire Lucas family on our side right do. now. If oh I my lose... God. Zach, we need If I Zach lose Kate, her. what am I going to do? Yeah, well... We have Kate's approval. Wait, do we, we have to get Kate to call him. Hey, Kate. I know you're listening. Hey, you. Hey, Kate. Everybody else give me earmuffs. Oh, my gosh. Very Joe Goldberg. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, Kate. You. Uh, If you're not Kate, uh, just keep scrolling. So, Kate, would you like to call in and give us a voice? You can just say hi. You can just say hello. Just say so hi. We can, yeah, so we can say, hey, your family's awesome. Thanks for... Thanks for and Megan from Las Vegas, if uh, your parent or guardian is also listening with, with you... Um, I want to talk to your hey. dad about the Bluetooth options that he connects the show to so I can, you know... Is yeah. Like LG speaker, Sony. Like, what do we got? I know he wants to talk about it. Every dad wants to talk about that. Don't lie. <laughs> All right. We're being crazy. Uh, Lucas, thank you for your voicemails. Voicemail. Okay. First of all, let's just talk about this. We got voicemails. We got a comedy bit. We got Megan from Las Vegas. Adorable. We got uh, Addie giving us new bits. Killing it with the games. We got Caroline uh, with the encouragement. Caroline. I mean, Storybook Daily Mirror. It's like the longest Storybook Daily Mirror we've ever done. And I love every second of it. So. Is that Thanks for joining longer? us for the Storybook Daily Mirror. Did we have- We're now going to move into the show pre-show, Did but first, emails? a word from our sponsors. Oh my god! Don't joke about that. I can, I can, I can put sponsors in now. <laughs> Guys, Barbershop, can someone? America's okay. number one shaving cream. Oh <laughs> I wish I had the old-timey music from New Year's. That was fun. Um, <laughs> wait, we need people in the Discord to give us fake ads we can put in. Like I need, you know. I mean? Oh yeah, For, you know, like like a word from our sponsor. Mushu's takeout. No, no. Like I think we should do like once upon a time related ones. Right. I'm sure Mulan run. Right. Didn't we say that Mulan oh, ran Mushu, the yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah, restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, in that's Storybook. right. That's right. Oh my god, that would be perfect. Okay. Or we need. Like- we need local and like I'm talking about bunk beds and beyond local level advertisements. Yeah. Like. like yeah. 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 Like the car sale guy. And if like, you didn't go to Sklamos, you paid too much. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, or like, charming night training, for instance. Yeah. Right. Right. I got my bunk bed. I bunk beds and beyond. The beds are great. The price is right. How can you go wrong? Mom and dad shopped around, but everybody knows bunk beds and beyond is the only place to go. Thank you. This for is why. Thank you for being there. Oh God. This is why I can no longer consume like any thoughts. Like my brain is just useless. I've just full of- compiled way too much useless information. Like quotes, one-liners, right. Right now, lyrics. I need everybody to stop listening to this episode. Go to YouTube on your phone or on your computer. I need you to YouTube The Simpsons space Sherry Bobbins space Turkey in the Straw. I need you to. Okay, so this is Isla's. Brain. Oh my god. <laughs> Turkey you know in the Straw? You know what I'm talking about? So he No, but that was my first dance when I was five years old. <laughs> oh my God, stop it. <laughs> I did the turkey in the straw. Uh this joke, and Taryn makes this reference all the time. Uh 
in the very very beginning the first five minutes of the show they're trying to get like someone to watch the kids right so they can go out or whatever and so they're they're trying to interview babysitters or, or they're they're trying to pitch to homer and marge that they should have a babysitter so lisa comes up and wants to do this thing and homer says you have my undivided attention and it zooms into his brain and it's like a black and white cartoon and they're all just like dancing around Taryn makes this joke all the time and I think it's hilarious because she's like that's what my brain is like so it's just it's just instead of turkey in the straw it's tiktok stuff and it's when you think do you hear your thoughts or Very do you read so. your thoughts what do you mean is it like a is it like narrating like like a person yeah talking? but like are you hearing it or are you reading it no I'm hearing it what, like I don't see words sometimes I, I read it read do you see words instead yeah. of hear sounds I don't see words I hear I hear the voice and in different accents, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a lot. Guys, this is a Once Upon a Time uh, podcast. You'd never know, but it is. <laughs> you know, maybe love, if the people really in Once Upon a Time talked about their feelings more, they'd get a lot more done. They That's 100% true. <laughs> that's 100% And that goes for true. everybody on the planet, actually. Um, uh, if we yes. were just more open and honest about our, our thoughts in our head, we'd probably be better off, Kanye West. Yeah, regardless of whether you hear them or you read them, you should talk about them. That is your PSA from Mackie Nyla. Friends the are everything. You know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hello. Here's the show. Season three. Episode seven. <laughs> Eye twitching. <laughs> I'm malfunctioning. Do you have allergies? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm allergic to bullshit. Uh, you. Um, season, <laughs> season three, episode five. Good form. Good form. You got three guesses. Character backstory, go. It's Killian Jones. One, two, three. It's Killian Jones. <laughs> so we're going to find out. Uh, Killian Jones, such a great name. Strong name. Right. It's a good name. I like it. It's very, it feels And you can never Irish. say just one or the other. It's Killian uh, Kill- Jones. Every time. Full name. Killian Jones. Yeah. Yes. Um, is it is is Killian? Do we know the etymology of Killian? Is that Irish? Is it UK? I would assume is it Irish, British? correct? I, I feel like Irish, right? Yeah, because Jillian's Irish. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Killian Jones. Every uh, Irish bar I've ever been to had the name Jillian in it. Hmm, all right. Um, well, we're going to find out uh, the backstory of our dear Captain Hook. October 27th, 2013 is when this released. It was written by Christine Boylan. Is it Kristen or Christine? It's Christine if it's an E at the end, right? Christine Boylan and Daniel T. Thompson. It is Irish. It is Irish. Cool. I, I kind of Irish or Gaelic origin, and the Gaelic, meaning of yeah. Killian is bright-headed. Ooh, I like that. Uh, and it's also, also kind of cool to have Captain Hook's first name be Killian. Mm-hmm. It's like a very—I don't know—it feels very uh, normal. Feels like right, a, like a like a. And that's Christine. Guy, like Christine, Christine Boylan, and Daniel C. Thompson. It is directed by John Emil, who sounds like a new name. I a believe. I mean, it does look like a minute too. <laughs> Excuse me. Last week was uh, 7.05 million. Uh, this week, 7.23. Got Woo! a little bump. Got a little bump. I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, Moving syn- on up. Synopsis with the deadly dream shade coursing through David. Now it's coursing through David's body. <laughs> it is no longer just a, a nip. We're getting serious this now. This is not a flesh wound. Uh, he's close to death. That's where, that's where we're at. Hook takes him on one last journey to find a sextant, which is a word that I cannot not giggle at. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately 
I was like, is it a hooker? <laughs> no. A sextant is essentially a fancy compass that helps you We could have uh, said that. So it's a it's a it's a nautical thing. So a sextant is what you use um in in a boat when you're out on the ocean to map out the stars to be able to see which way you're going it's like this weird that's like fake. A, it's like a magnifying glass on like a it almost looks like a swing like it's on like a little thing that that turns and you like map out what stars are where and how they're how the uh, stars are moving and that can you can believe people you, like, can do that are. that's the crazy thing is like back when boats were the most common way to travel like they had to come up with for lack of a better word technology to figure out how to navigate right and so they did plot out some maps but most of the places they were navigating they've never seen before right like magellan and stuff like that. like they were discovering these places so they had to figure out a way to figure out where they were coming from and which direction they were going so that they could literally write the map as they were going and there's no way to chart that unless you know which direction you're headed in you know which is whatever is up there or out there put me on earth at the right time because i could not imagine eating salted meat on the mayflower in the middle of the ocean get i'm a material girl no thank you that would be a great (laughs) thought of that like being like Oh, yes, the star. That is Orion's belt. And that I means think, that I'm almost home. Yeah, that would be a great TV show of, like, take n- people from today's day and have some kind of time device be glitching and constantly sending them to places in the past, like, weird times in the past. And they have to live there for a day or a week or whatever. And, like, <laughs> and like Wow, it's out. like a uh, wife swap, but on crap. But, but time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even funnier if you take someone from that time period and put them today and they, they like have to f- figure out how to use cell phones and shit. Like, yeah, like imagine if like you just, TV. well, time I just swap. saw this, it's I just saw an ex, an ex Amish girl trying to guess pop culture celebrities. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> she could not get Michael Jackson. She that's, was like. That's hilarious. And they were like, okay, we'll give you a hint. It starts with an M and she goes, Macklemore, I'm like no, ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm like you know guys. Macklemore, but not Michael Jackson. But not Michael Jackson. This pre-show is two hours long. It's <laughs> it's I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's an hour and twenty minutes of pre-show. Gosh. Um, all right, so he's he's. Takes, we don't even know what's happening in this episode yet. <laughs> he takes David on one last journey to find a sextant to that could help him decipher a map that would lead them off of Neverland, which the map we saw was in Neil's cave, the star thing, right? So, uh, meanwhile, in the fairy tale land that was Killian Jones, a.k.a. Hook, and his brother, Captain Liam, mad lost vibes right now. Charlie and Liam? Okay. Um, sail off under orders of the king to find a powerful indigenous plant on an uncharted land that could help heal any injury, but also get addicted to coke and become rock stars and then join a convent and get lost in an island. And Yeah, except we never talk about drive shaft, apparently. So ah, Freaking drive shaft. Uh, so that's the synopsis if you got through our ridiculousness to actually hear what we were talking about. So now we're going to talk production notes, notes. a little trivia and behind the scenes things that go on, uh, in the taping of the show. So we always start with the title card. This title card features the Jolly Roger. So it's just going to be the ship again. So that'll be good. 
We have some hidden details. This episode contains the first view of the captain's quarters aboard the Jolly Roger, which features mermaid wall carvings. A lot of mermaid carvings, which is pretty typical, I think, of like most books were made with like mermaids. You think of pirates, you think of mermaids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This episode name is a reference to J.M. Barry's Captain Hook, to whom good form was extremely important. The phrase is used several times in the novel. In what? In the in the Peter Pan novel? No, Captain Hook. Oh, that's a that's a novel. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I see. Cat, not the character. Captain Hook is a book. Yes. Oh, that's. I would love to. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd like to read that. Um. Yeah. The good form thing. I always remember. Uh, like, yes, obviously the um, the fox kids, Peter Pan, and the pirates yeah. or whatever one that I referenced a, a few episodes ago. Also, the cartoon of Peter Pan, of course. But the one I really remember is like Dustin Hoffman making good form and bad form a yeah. part of the hook hook sh- like was movie such an incredible movie like an, an incredible interpretation of that story and and future use i mean movies were just better back then but like dustin hoffman also as such an a-list actor i just remember how much he embodied that that good form with jack you know of just paired him, up with robin williams with robin like williams. they just like and julia roberts yeah and what's his face from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, Dennis, no, um, what the hell's his name? Bob Hops, Bob Hoskins, the guy, Eddie from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the main detective guy, yeah, is freaking Smee. Which as a kid movies, I didn't know, but once I became an adult, movies were so like, much better. Though. They were so good. Eighties, nineties, and early two thousands were the different, time for yeah. movies. Yeah, different, different, different tier back then. Um, Hooks line and then. Dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, take it. Take it away. Okay, fine. Hook's line to Emma, as you wish, is a reference to the movie The Princess Bride, where Wesley, the dread pirate Robert, says, as you wish, to Princess Buttercup, which actually means I love you. Colin O'Donohue's portrayal is inspired by this character. His entire portrayal of Hook? I uh, guess so. Would you believe me if I said I've never seen The Princess Bride? I have also never seen The Princess Bride. Oh my God, Bride. movie club. Perfect. It's one of those things where people go, it's like the a Bride, and I go. It's on my list, and I. It's not. I'm never gonna watch it. Can I tell you something really, really embarrassing about myself? Uh, one one time I was in a conversation, and the Princess Bride came up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like with like with Steve Martin," <laughs> and my mother. I'm sorry. What movie were you trying to think very of? gently we- leaned over and whispered in my ear? That's Father of the Bride, not Princess Bride. <laughs> and I was really embarrassed. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> and so for a long time, I thought whenever somebody said to Princess Bride, I'm like, oh, I've seen that before. It's really funny with Steve Martin. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same movie, <laughs> even a little bit. So every time okay, that's I incredible. see the Princess Bride, I always struggle in my brain a little bit because I'm like, yeah. I'm it's one of those movies that I'm never going to watch. I, yeah, unless and I'm okay to. with it. Like I, Fight I mean, Club? I've, I've, I've never line. seen Fight Club. Listen, Fight Club's a fantastic movie. I, Cinematic art. But don't you don't need it. But you know what? I always said this about Star Wars. And now you seen Star Wars? I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. That's right. That is that is something that happened. <laughs> it's under very strange circumstances, but it doesn't matter because it happened. Right? It happened. Th- so. Yeah. I mean, honestly, COVID is the only reason why I watch Star Wars. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, so... We have a segment in the show we have not gotten to use in a long time. If you are an eagle-eared 
listener and fan of the show, you would know that that sound is not from Once Upon a Time, but in fact from Lost. Uh, we have a segment called What's in the Hatch, which is uh, the references to Lost that the showrunners, Adam, Adam, <laughs> Edward Kitsis and Adam, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis. I always Kitsis. do it wrong every time. Uh, they've put in the show because they worked in Lost and then they made this show. So in this episode, there is one. There hasn't been one in a few episodes. This We've one, made up some. We feel as though the people on Wiki have been slipping. Yeah, I mean, we made up some, yeah, for sure. But in this one, the Apollo Bar uh, makes a reappearance. Regina offers Devin. I don't know who Devin. Who is Devin? I don't know. Oh, it's one of the Lost Boys. Just a, this is a dirty kid. <laughs> this is a kid with dirt on his face. This is a kid with dirt on his face. Um, he, she offers Devin an Apollo bar. So Apollo bars are a fictional uh, candy bar that only exists in the Lost TV show. So that's a nice little 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 nod. Um, <laughs> we did not talk about how we're going to handle this part. So we're just going to make the same joke we made last week. Uh, we are going to talk about the watch features of the, or the features rather, of the watch party we're about to have and watch the episode on the air. We have a drinking drinking game bell that we ring. That is, despite the boxing use that we used it for the voicemails, it's actually our drinking game bell. So if you hear it, you can sip a beverage of your choice. It's really a lot of rules that we make up on the spot, but you'll you'll hear it when you hear it's it. It's fun. Uh, we also have a uh, play and pause sound. <laughs> Sounds like that. That is me playing and pausing the show. So if you hear that, you know what to do. And this one's a little controversial, but we're just going to blow right through it. This is what we do when we're about to Oh my to god, this rewind. is the last week that it's controversial. Everybody get over the oh, Oscars. Man. Familiar voice of the pod, Will Smith. Oh my god, it didn't even... Oh. Okay. <laughs> So a record scratched, and then my stream deck was like, we don't play Will Smith in this house anymore. I'm going to do it again. Hold on. I was just silenced. It it didn't do it. I'm leaving it like that. That's good. That was that was the universe. Okay, bad that. vibes right now. Moving on. Uh, we have the next segment of the show is where we call out the title reference to the episode. Okay, and, hold on. There's um, definitely people who are listening to this for the first time. We used to have Will Smith in this spot. Okay. And he goes, hey, it's rewind time. And then last week he slapped a bitch on stage in front of national television. It was it was bad. And we were like, God damn it. <laughs> so that's that's what's missing there. Because and we never freaking thought that that would ever become ever. controversial. We were using this for a full year, and Will Smith was just another random person, and then of course existing. he becomes the whole center of everything. We have no comments and to now make on that. now it's messing with our segment. That actual thing, but it, yeah, it messes up our segment. But now, I want to see if the other one works. Just hold. But I have two separate cues, and they both deleted themselves. I didn't do that. This is spooky. The Cosmos told us to stop. Listen, the Oscars. They said we're done. He said I resigned from the Academy, and our show said he resigned. You're not allowed to use him anymore. We just got ceased and desisted. <laughs> we got ceased and desisted by our own sound effect. That's a real thing that happened. I'm, this is not a bit. I didn't do it, but we're gonna we're gonna make it a thing now. That's it's gonna we're gonna have a record scratch. <laughs> Anytime you hear a record scratch, it means we're rewinding. That's just gonna be the new rule. That is amazing. I cannot believe that happened. Okay. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. Uh, oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. So yes, please. like I was saying, yes. um, we, every episode, you know, the show is called Good Form, this episode, and they're going to reference that. So I know who says this to who, and we play this little game. I'm the one that did show notes this week, so I saw who said it. So Mackie has to guess. So I'm going to reenact the but quote, But you don't know who it's to, to though. Oh, you do know who it's to. Yes, I do. People. God damn it. It said it. Because uh, sometimes it's so a dialogue blank. and it's, yeah, back to back. Blank says... A mission that will bring peace to the kingdom and glory to the Jones brothers. Mickey Mouse. Blank two. 
A hero's journey. That is indeed good form, brother. Doc McStuffins. Nailed it. Uh, a mission that will bring peace to the kingdom and glory to the Jones brothers. Hook. A hero's journey. That is indeed good form. Oh, so this is Hook and Liam talking to each other. It has to be. That is indeed good form, brother. It has to be. Well, okay. Well, so who to who then? What's on. your guess? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I think it's Liam to Hook. I think blank two is Hook. I think that okay. uh, Hook is saying a hero's journey. Okay. Yeah. Because Final no one, answer. Because no one even knows that they're the Jones brothers, so it has to be in a flashback. It's just a matter of of who did. Yeah. Who. I think it's Liam. I think it's Liam to Hook. Yeah. I'm pro- okay. I'm probably wrong. Doesn't matter. Lock it in. Um, Lock it in. So now we are going to watch the episode. So watch along with us. If you're watching on Spotify video, you can watch the show with us or you can just listen in. And now we will watch season three, episode five. Good form. I'm going to I'm going to applaud our two hour long pre-show. Good form. It's one hour and 30 minutes. It's great. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right, let's watch. All right. Uh. Before we begin, scene change. Uh, what do you got for with snacks slash drinks? Oh my gosh, nothing. I just finished my fountain soda. Oh, you finished it because we recorded forty minutes of nothing before we actually recorded the show by accident. Yes, I did uh, refill mine. Uh, I'd like to tell you what it is. It is. Oh yes, tell me. It is an alcoholic drink this time because it's well, it was afternoon. Now it's six o'clock. But uh, this is Empress Gin with. Wait for it. Strawberry lemonade from Wendy's. Wow. <laughs> because I got lunch yesterday and uh, I got a strawberry lemonade. I was figuring out what lemonade I wanted to get. And then I was like, oh, I can get a strawberry lemonade. I can use it for a mixer. And then I ate my Wendy's, didn't drink the strawberry lemonade, put it in the fridge for two days. This is the second drink out of that one Wendy's drink I've got for like three bucks or whatever. Wow. Second alcoholic beverage I made from. Life hack. Life hack. The, the strawberry or the lemonades, the flavored lemonades at Wendy's. Excellent mixers. All right, let's uh, let's watch the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh! What are we okay, seeing? Okay, so we're people are running. Uh, we're in Neverland. Foliage is because I think those are the Lost Boys. Whoops! Oops! Oh, lots of things are happening. And I think that's Machine Gun Kelly in the front. Oh. You heard Pan. You know what to do with him. Oh, boy. We're still doing our weird boy game thing. Ow. So you're the kid Pan has been looking for all this time? (laughs) Stop it! If you can't take this... How are you going to handle what Pan has in store for you? Uh, this kid who's talking is Devin, the boy with dirt on his face. That oh, gets offered okay. at the Apollo bar, by the oh, way. God. Thank you. They have to give him a name because he had lines, which means he's now a guest star. But wouldn't it be more fun if you had real swords? <laughs> of course Peter has to come in and screw up the whole thing. This is Neverland. And you have the heart of the truest believer. You can use whatever you want. You just need to believe, Henry. Close your eyes and believe you're holding a real sword. 
so I guess we have to see if this is like Henry has magic is Peter testing his magic is he just trying to do manipulation with him like what you know what I mean like what are you waiting for I know is this like a party Lord. trick? Like, right. Like, what is it? Is that to show Henry he's got Yeah, like a Chris Angel it... thing? Right, right, right. Come on, Henry! Come on, Henry! That always makes me laugh. It was an accident. Because if you hit somebody hard enough... You know the best thing about being a lost boy. If you hit somebody hard enough for it to go slink, right? And and have someone actually like physically recoil and then you come back and it's like you hit him with a paper cut on his cheek. I'm like, yeah. if you got somebody hard enough with a sword that he re like the force of it could recoil him, then a whole piece of his face should be cut off. <laughs> like, right. It always gets at least deeper than a paper cut. Right. Like it's that's a sword. It's not like this a, grazed it. Like it looks like it just went Right. A club, a stick, I get it. You get bruised, right? But that that is literally a knife. So that should have taken his face off. It's a little, little strange. It really should have. We never apologize. It's super dull sword or something, you see that? <laughs> it's like round. And we never apologize. Yeah, for cutting our own people in the face. Hell yeah. We're the best. We're the best. Make Neverland great again. <laughs> it is giving that energy. Right? There's the Jolly oh, Roger. Oh, there's the Jolly Roger. All right, we're with the school, the schoolyard crew. Schoolyard in the cave. Is that a joke? <laughs> no, I'm being quite serious. Oh. What is it? It appears Neil marked his days trapped on this island. That is so morbid. Right? What's wrong? Anytime you see that in any movie or TV show, it's just like such a gross feeling. Like somebody was there for that long. Yeah. Because he got off the island. He was here longer. And then why would he? Because he lost hope. He got that from scribbles. (laughs) Great question, though. I got that because it's what I did every time I went to a new foster home. Kind of days until counting seemed pointless. You think the same thing's happening to Henry? Pan said that it would. Hey, we're gonna rescue him. Yeah, I know that, and you know that, but Henry doesn't know that. Pan wants him to lose faith. So what, you want to send him a message? Because I haven't seen a Neverland post office. What are you suggesting? We take a page from Pan, and we start being clever. We need to send a simple sign, a sign that we're coming. With lost boys running around trying to kill us all? Yeah, maybe it's time we use that to our advantage. How? Follow me, I'll show you. This one. What? We're wasting time. I, uh... I just wanted to let you know that I do know what it feels like. This seems like an inappropriate time. (laughs) I know what this is. This, you, you know, trying to... bond with me. So save your breath. She's doing like Jennifer Morris and Whisper acting right now. Do you feel that? Yeah, and like, sorry, Hook, but like her like baby daddy just died. So well, she thinks he did. You know what I mean? Like, she's never gonna like you. Okay, Dad. How could she? You're nothing but a pirate. So for somebody who's this is my internal problem. For somebody who is supposed to stand for virtue, you're being awful. You know like a real like he's it's it feels very bigoty to me 
To yes, because, because you're supposed to love all. Yeah, because as the, the hero, the uh, the hero that we were introduced to, as part of, you know, uh, Charming's um, kind of storyline, is that he thinks that there is even good in evil people, like like that evil people don't deserve to die. And, and I understand trying to, you know, tell us that that wears off because how many times do those evil I people I don't think kind that of... that's what that's doing, though. I think this is him saying, nobody's good enough for my daughter. And I think they're trying to remind us that he is also like trying to lean into the dad thing. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a charming flaw. This feels like a dad putting his foot down. Well, going over uh, to... It's the way he said, you're nothing but a pirate. That means I don't approve of you for my daughter. That's the specific part that bothers me because, I don't know, it just just feels... If if that were true, because we've seen kings like even, um, what's his name, Leopold and stuff, like the way that they are, approaching that like she deserves better she needs this and you don't give that to her is one thing to say you're nothing but a pirate is is very specifically cutty to cut that person down and that's a thing i don't believe in charming's character i believe that he thinks that she deserves better but i don't believe that he would approach it that aggressively i think he would as a dad because he's also still learning his role as a dad yeah i mean if 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 that was going to be a new thing they are definitely not showing us that conflict they just dove him no but i am a daughter of that kind of dad right so i i pick up on that and i I, i'm i obviously i'm not a daughter but like my friend like female friends from when i was growing up all had dads like that you know what i mean that you'd have to go go through and brothers that you'd have to go through so i'm familiar with it it's just another thing that feels out of the blue for charming if he hadn't exhibited anything up until this point now he had just you know could because he didn't have the opportunity to and he then all of a sudden was like oh i'm a dad now i have to do that that would be like a more normal character yeah to, it's just the way that his character is constantly inconsistent you know what i mean that they're yes. trying to really push he's really the good guy he would give you a chance that it's in the, it's not in his message his message i think you're right is, is dead on to realism i think it's the delivery and the packaging that feels inconsistent because that yeah. guy you're talking about is not supposed to be him even as a dad right they just keep on like, throwing pick, these you things in his mouth that like, are right. like Pick a lane, you know what I mean? Not like, lining up. Yeah, and that's. But it. I think in that moment it was a dad moment. Yeah, I don't I think agree. it was a him, fl- like swaying from his heroism. Which the dad thing is part of his character now, but again, that's still part. They're of, not writing it right. Though. It's a part I get of what you're saying. It's, it's not, not a new fitting character. Yet. Yeah, it's like a, it's part of a character that already exists, so it has to blend with the rest of his existing character. And it yeah, doesn't, you know, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So we're uh, flashback. Oh, we're in the past. Yeah, this is a beautiful ship called I can't uh, some Jewel Realm. It looks like. Hands on deck. Why was that in the wiki? The ship is called the Jewel Realm. Hmm. There it is, right there. Oh yeah. Look at his fancy ponytail. Apologies, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Jones, sailor. Interesting. They keep putting Lieutenant in the captions. Lieutenant is British. Transit with new orders from the king himself. So a lieutenant and a lieutenant are the same role. It's basically the commanding the the. It's the person that's in charge, but below like the captain, mm-hmm. right? It's um, but in America, it's lieutenant L I E U or L E I U. Uh, in the UK or in Europe, it's lieutenant. 
and I don't remember where the Liu came from in Lieutenant, but that's that that is a uh, uh, probably for in lieu of in, yeah. when the captain is not there right. in lieu of oh, yeah, you actually, fill in like because he's sense. saying he just said the captain is busy doing something yeah yeah before his arrival this but ship weird that the captions would get wrong you know? and- as somebody that always has Run. captions on you'd Sailor. be fucking surprised how bad they are sometimes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. does anyone know what happens to sailors who drink rum they get drunk Drunkenness leads to bad form. Bad form. Drink. Bad form. One thing Drink. that won't be tolerated aboard <laughs> this ship. And they're talking about drinking. It's bad form. Drink again. That's going to be every time this this episode. Good form, bad My form. My ship has never been in finer hands. Aye, Captain. We stand the, ready to receive the King's orders. The captain's the is sideways. And the commanding officers are frontways. When the King summoned me, I knew there was only one man I could trust to navigate this difficult journey. My little brother. Perhaps you mean younger brother. These costumes are freaking phenomenal. Yep. Edward Castro from the win again. A gift to commemorate our sextant. latest voyage together. That's a sextant. Sextant. Drink. Always wear the sentimental type. <laughs> Do you see what I mean about the like swinging thing? Yep. Like to what strange land are we headed? I'm under orders not to say until we arrive. But, brother, this is the mission of our dreams. A mission that will bring peace to the kingdom and glory to the Jones brothers. A hero's journey. The Jones brothers? good form, brother. <laughs> also, he looks Brosen. so good in this uniform. Yeah. All hands prepared to set sail. They gave him a nice shave. Yeah. Like, without eyeliner? Mm-hmm. He looks great with eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can pull that off. And he does. Track? Well, I think. That's your plan. Worked on the you. Lost boys want to come after us. We need to go after them. <laughs> what do you think? Lost boys gonna betray Pat. Thanks for the advice, David. We need more vine. On it. Oh yeah, David's dying. Coming we with all me, forgot about that. pirate. Why is that? Yeah, all because this. We need more rope. I'll buy it. Lady insists. Ooh, you pushing buttons now, Hook. Like to yell at me about Dave. Stay away from my Oh, daughter. yeah, they're also fighting because Hook wants him to tell him. And yeah. David's like, no. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you're gonna die in a day or so, anyway. There's nothing I can do about that. But if I do die, when? it'll be in helping my family. And that's something someone like you can't understand. What if I told you there's a way to save you? I'd say no. Because anything that takes us off course of saving Henry is selfish. But. Of course, you think that was the way to go. Bugger off! What you think? I'm being selfish. Yeah, I don't, I'm risking my life for all of you. Every moment I'm here aligned against him. Please, you're not here out of any nobility. You're here for Emma. And let me tell you something else. You're never gonna get her. I'll see to that. That's a good thing you're gonna die then. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Shut up. That's a good line. Um, just a question for for these purposes because it's driving me crazy. Gee, I like it, Picasso. Uh, do you think that the dream shade has an effect that will change your personality? I've not said anything about that yet. We've obviously in- inferred that Neverland is also messing with their heads. Do we think the dream shade is going to make him extra kooky? 
If not the dream shade, then the fact that he's dying with no chance of living in his eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like you kind of you're going to be pretty bitter about that, right? (laughs) Yeah. So it could be a mix of both, and yes, I think we can Picasso that. Excellent. Beautiful. See, like he has nothing to lose. He has nothing to lose. I don't fight invalids. Night. Night. I really like Oh, lost rings. music. It was, yeah, very lost music. <laughs> How does he still have alcohol left? Have another drink. No, thank you. I'm okay now. <laughs> no, you're not. Like, does that shit run out? I thought you days left. Isn't the ROM always gone? <laughs> Let me see. They're slightly different franchise, only slightly. Although that technically that would be—it's cool under the that, umbrella. If that crossed over, yeah, that would be amazing. Dream shed is almost oh. your heart. It's okay, ours. sick tattoo. No, you have to tell your family. No. That actually would be a sick tattoo. Not when I can still help them save Henry. <sighs> Catch your breath, mate. Or a little time you have will be less. Like, the pious self-righteousness of not realizing how selfish your supposed unselfish actions are is just, I can't. Jones. You know him? (coughs) Aye. He was my captain. And my brother. We voyaged this in Fallen Island a long time ago. This was on the strap on his satch, and my brother lost it during a duel with Pan. I must have washed down with the rain from the storm that wrecked the Jolly Roger. From where? Yeah. Dead Man's Peak. Dead Man's Peak, that's from the cartoon. Wow. Remember uh, when Hook, when Tink was showing Hook where the Lost Boys were? Dead Man's Peak was one of the options, one of the things he was talking about on the map. Oh, God. No, it's too dangerous. What's too dangerous? If you know something that can help us. Don't hold back. This insignia survived all these years. And perhaps my brother's satchel did as well. And inside that satchel is a sextant that can have us decode Neil's star map that can get us off this island. <laughs> like it sounds How convenient. Like, it sounds like sex assistant. <laughs> like, what? like, who made this word? <laughs> I'm just like, it's probably like coming from like the like words, like number six or something like that. But like, <laughs> every time I'm just like, and the way he said he's like sex is so dent. aggressive every time like, <laughs> i can't not say it like so aggressively <laughs> we are gonna find that thing well you might reach the top where you die before you return then come with me and make sure the sextant gets back to emma you ready to be a hero I love how young he looks. It's great. I know. Oh, God, this ship is gorgeous. So cool. I've never seen these constellations before. No one has. Green screen is lacking, but That's it is 2012. Right. going to a new land, yeah. brother. 13, whatever year it was. Quarter. Yeah, it's pretty much every show in that time period. You gotta remember I know. how much time they had to turn these episodes over. It's just they don't have enough time for effects. It's fine. It's fine. It's actually getting a little better, to be honest. 
So they're getting shot at. That was close. <laughs> but the captain just told them to stop. Deploy the Pegasus! I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> like the flying horse Pegasus? Right. So basically, Hook told them to get the the weapons ready, and the captain said, "No, don't." What is and, that? And there's apparently a that is a sailor from the last remaining feathers of the great creature Pegs. Oh, so literally, flying horse. Imagine how that horse could fly. Indeed, so could we. Hang on. Oh, remember that the Jolly Roger like flies in Peter Pan because of oh yeah because of fairy dust, but in this case, it's. As Pegasus feathers. Pegasus feathers. I do like that they kind of sidestep into the same things that we're familiar with, but not exactly the way that we know it. Like yeah. that was the whole thing in the very beginning of the first episode. They said what you knew about fairy tales wasn't the whole story, you know? Yeah. So the Jolly Roger can fly, but it's not for the reason you thought. What are they shooting at? Like those cannons don't shoot up. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Deploy the Pegasus. Set a course, Lieutenant. Second start to the right, straight on to morning. I feel that's like that's why, a drink moment. Yeah, and they need the sextant because it's a star they're sextant? looking for. That's where yeah. they're Telling us about this now? How do we know you're not lying? Oh, you don't. But I'm not. That's the best hope yet we've had of an exit plan, and don't forget, we're going to need one. Then what are we waiting for? Emma. You were right. You need to get that message to Henry. Every day, without hope, is a day closer to becoming a lost boy. Your father and I should go. Hook's right. Uh, you want to split up? It's the last thing I want to do, but there's a chance he can get us home. Okay. Emma, while I'm gone, just... Listen to my mother? Be careful. Always am. And when you send that message to Henry, add something to it for me, would you? Mm-hmm. Tell him... The Eagle Eyes of Midnight. Tell him that Grandpa oh, loves him. Oh, I thought okay. she was supposed to find out last episode. Good Mark. luck. Uh, or was it in the promo for this one? Uh, yeah, maybe it was the synopsis in this one, oh, I think, right. actually. Yeah, I just, I gotta go. Mm, I'll see you soon. Yeah, like she's gonna you know, know something's wrong. a dangerous place, and you know, you, you just never know what's gonna happen. Dave, so. you're gonna be fine. Oh, okay. Come on. If you're soulmates, you know something's up. I know something's up. Right. Regina definitely. Did you see her pacing around back there? Like yeah, a, like, a like Jaguar. No, but like, think if that was Taryn or if that was of Bart. Course. You know what I mean? Like, you would be Honestly, like, excuse me. I'd probably know days ago, to be honest. Yeah. Because he's been acting squirrely from for a while. Is this it? She's a little, uh, you know, rose-colored loopy. I know. Come on, girlfriend. Wake up a little bit. That's, that's, that's very Snow. That's the Mary Margaret. Yeah, that is the, very, the Mary Margaret in Snow. That's funny. It's like when you develop, like, your mom's shitty habit. And you're like, <laughs> fuck. You really right. did end up like her. <laughs> right. This random pig? Oh, wow. One random kid, great. How exciting. What are you doing? Are you trying to start a war with Pan? Pan started the war when he kidnapped my son. 
But that doesn't uh, make you our enemy. Drink from a promo line? I made that up. What's that? Okay. She made an Apollo bar Chocolate? come out of thin air. I thought you might like the taste of something sweet. I don't want to hurt you. We just and need from you to deliver franchise. a message to Henry. Why should I help you? Because you had a home and a family once and you stopped believing you could get back to them. Now oh. we're here. We can help. Not just Henry. All of you. We can get you home. I wish these were real. <laughs> Emma's like, I'm a foster kid too. <laughs> Don't you get it? I'm here because I don't want to go home. None of us do. Pan's a monster. Look what he did to you. Oh no. Well, Pan didn't do that. Henry did. Yeah, probably because you're a prick. How are you holding up, mate? Don't worry about me. Just I know, I've been like, and maybe you deserve it. Maybe you deserve it. Maybe you deserve it. a bit stormy back there. I did what had to be done, and I did it out of love. Yeah, I hate and Mary Margaret will understand that. I did what had no, to be done. No, they won't. So, I'll tell you what. This is my problem with it. You decided by yourself, Mr. Machismo, what had to be done. That's my problem with it. And I don't care yep. what his good intentions are. If you're married, you don't do anything by yourself. Period. This what had to be done shit is it's not charming. It's not masculine. It's not kind in any way. And frankly, I don't care how much you say it out loud. It is not unselfish. It is the exact opposite of unselfishness because your vow in marriage is that you do everything together. I was going to say you're breaking vows. The, that like literally by trying to take it on yourself, it regardless of this uh, um, uh, intention and this, you know, the, the motivation behind it uh, supposedly being unselfish, which I buy. That was Leo's whole thing that he's trying to do it for a good reason. Yes, but that does not excuse the action itself. Like by definition, yeah, I'm what sorry. had to be done does not get decided by just you. And that goes for families too. You don't get to, as a, uh, my dad did this too, as a dad, you don't just decide what's best for the family. Like as a unit, you all decide together, you know? And you I'm not should. talking about like a little little kid. I'm talking about like an, like I was I was an adult. My dad was just like, "We're moving everyone out of the house, and we're going to move in and caretake other people." I'm like, "Nope, this is not. That's not a family decision. You just decided that on your own, for whatever reasons for you. That is the definition of selfishness. Is you did it because you thought it was okay, and you didn't check with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm triggered by this, but that doesn't matter because I still think it's true. <laughs> I mean, I think that it's extremely a valid annoyance it's, because yeah. He made a decision for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? Like if he really were to die. Right. Yeah. And he made, they never and he, got to say goodbye. He got to say his goodbye. That's what really bothers yeah, me. Yeah, that too. He got closure. They won't. They did not. That seems that seems incredibly that is selfish. So selfish. That's textbook selfish. And the, and and it. I think I'm <laughs> I'm like quadruple triggered because. That part of it that's triggering is uh, doing things uh, and and claiming that the motivation is virtue, you know, yeah. and, and then it actually turning out, even whether you believe it or not, to yep. be the, the core of the entire thing is selfishness is because you're too scared to face however 
you know, hard that thing is or scary that thing is to face that you don't want to face it. So you then take, take freedoms and take things away from other people for your own comfort. And then you try to convince everyone around you, which is super gaslighty, to convince everybody around you that you're so wholesome and so loving and caring and, and selfless. And it has to be about Henry. It has to be about everybody else when you're literally doing like the worst possible thing to your wife and your soulmate. Harper's crawling on the ground right now because she thinks that we can see her. <laughs> oh, that's so She's cute. Like... <laughs> that's very considerate of her. Harper exhibiting what it's She's like trying. to not be selfish. That's very sweet. She's trying. It's okay, baby. <laughs> that's super cute. All right. We'll, we'll get off our soapbox about... I mean, I... Josh Dallas is doing a great job acting because he's Josh Dallas. And that's great job, Josh Dallas, but honestly, Charming, I really hate you right now. And this is not even like a choice or a moment in time this is like this this entire arc i feel like from the beginning was justified weird and and i think really damages the integrity of this character because i no longer trust him anymore and it really messes with the charming family as a unit you know what i mean like like the way that we both conduct our families like me barton harper and you and taryn like everything is as a unit you know what I mean? Like, all of our big family decisions we make as the three of us, even though Harper is turning four. But, like, right. it's just that. That's, like, like, a solid foundation. Like, I guess Obviously, to... there are, you know, I make decisions for her well-being. But, like, well, <laughs> like yeah, literal but... well-being. Like, when she's like, I don't want to take a tub. I'm like, you're dirty. Right, uh, right, right, right. Stuff right. like that. I guess we have to kid, acknowledge like... that not every family operates that way. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but like I just feel as though we operate superior. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's superior, but it's definitely well, it's it's certainly I'm I'm sure how we were raised around uh like what we No, what we that's not how example. I was see, I no, I was not raised that way. I but did like, not have decision making responsibilities. But like where did you get that until from? like did you did you observe it? Maybe not your own family, but did you did you see that and want that for your own family? Like around, it's just what I wanted. Anywhere? That's what I well, yeah, right. That's what I mean. It's like I can't pinpoint. I can't pinpoint a family that I like saw that in. Now that I'm, I'm sure it was like a movie or a book, but or like something. characteristics, yeah, yeah. Because I was, the I same think way, the like, closest thing that I can think of, and I'm sure I saw it earlier than this, but the um, Cullen family in Twilight, and mm-hmm. you can all shit on me for as silly as that sounds. I get it, but. The Cullen family really did act, act as a unit. They did. You know what I mean? They like they all collectively decided, okay, Bella can know that almost we're militaristically. Vampires. Like they had chain yes. of command. Like it was very But it was uh, all out of unconditional love. Yeah, true. That's very true. And that's not my earliest sign of it, but that is like one of the bigger ones, like as like a tween, because I was like eleven or twelve when the I Twilight think that's series came super out. Super valid. That thing that's super valid. Because I mean And yeah, looking at it, I love how the Colin fa- family like interacted. Every decision they yeah. made was together and it was for the family. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. No, it, it wasn't perfect at was all. Effective. There were definitely flaws. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I because I'm I was using Twilight. But. Same thing. Like my own family, like I just said, like that's not how my dad, Yeah. That's and that's not, not a, you know, a, that's not a dig at our parents. No, it was I just didn't prefer it yeah but like but i think part of growing up without that because of it's a generational thing too right our, our parents are kind of the, in the yeah late boomers you know air generation and how they grew up and how they raised their kids that 
I don't know. I, I felt very much like those are things I do not want to generationally carry on to, to the next generation. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that to that my point, wife kids. I think our generation has removed the idea of the kids' table. I think so, too. I agree. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I don't think I would ever let Harper sit at a different table. It's probably because kids Which is are, a very literal thing to think about, but... But, like, our generation, like, us as a parent age, like, our, like, kids... Is, is he building a house back there? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> like the kids of today, like look at kids that are like slightly younger than us, but not young enough to be our kids. Yeah. They're making six figures on TikTok right now and can support yeah. their parents before they're out of college. So what kids table when your kid makes makes one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars and you I think make that's a great 40. way to write to like identify what kind of parenting style or family style that we're yeah. using is we've removed the kids table from we, the equation. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a fantastic analogy because that really says that something's I'm gonna write going a book. on over here. I mean, I mean, the, even the room where it happens in Hamilton, like that whole idea that you're have a seat at the table when things are happening. I mean, the country yeah. is literally built on that idea. So it's, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like the family unit is being commented on in this show. And I don't yes. think it's in a, the best way. I'm writing a family book called Removing the Kids Table. I think that that's amazing. Do it. That's like a memoir book. Look at wow. The, oh my God. At, I'm notes that. No, like literally. I'm going to be honest. I'm like literally going to notes But like right for now. real, do it. And you always say like. Bart like likes it too. Like you don't talk good and you don't use where you, you know, where, first of all, your vocabulary is better than mine. So let's just talk about that. But like, um, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like you do something like that and you get someone else to like write it. Like it doesn't you, even have to be a book. I could start a TikTok called removing the kids table. You I know, could. That's true too. But you could. Literally, I could start a blog. I would buy that book. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like that. That a hardcover in Barnes and Noble. That's like a I good would buy book. That that's a great. I'm idea. really patting myself on the back for this right now, but I think that that's a good idea. No, it is. You should be like, hi. Normally, in this part of the book, people are talking about what PhDs they have and what their qualifications are. I have none. I'm a mom. <laughs> I, I do not have a doctorate in philosophy. I'm gonna literally and- start it with. The week after I put the final deposit on my wedding, I peed on a stick and I was pregnant. Um, and that is when <laughs> my life flipped that upside is, down. That is your qualification <laughs> to write this book. I love it. This is a great idea. Everyone applaud Isla for a great idea. Wow, do it. thanks. Do it now. I don't hear you talking. You in the back. Clap. I Thank did you. put it, though, in my notes app. So let this podcast be the record that on April 9th, 2022 at 6.32 p.m., it's there. I titled. And, and that timestamp is there forever. It is. I'm not going to touch it. That's it. No, even there. if even if you modify it, like the way when it started, it it's, it's always that. No matter how many times you go back and add to it, really, like, yeah, that timestamp will stay there like that. It's also in this podcast forever now. And it's in this podcast forever. It's not going anywhere. As we discovered, things that happen on podcasts live forever on the internet. Unfortunately, sometimes, sometimes not willingly. Okay. <laughs> No ragrats, but no maybe a few. Ragurts. That's the oh, sequel. You are. To- <laughs> no ragurts, but maybe a few. Tell them that I died a hero fighting for their way home. What you're not going to tell them is that I left already a dead man. The truth, you mean. Your last memories of me won't be of a liar. Oh, so you make me a liar to, to cover up your lies. Fuck I off. You. I hate this. Yeah, what? Well, because if you didn't steal that bean, they wouldn't have had a chance to take Henry. We wouldn't be on this island, mm. and I wouldn't be dying of dream shade. And now we're doing a okay. blame game because you're a dirty you liar? Most people don't get that much. Yeah, like your wife and daughter. You lost someone, didn't you? At least you got to say goodbye. Most some, most people don't even get this that. This is where we ascend. I'll climb ahead and throw down the rope. <sighs> I 
It's a big leaf. There's your brother, right? I had a brother too, you know, twin. He died before I ever met him. Okay, Until your brother here, sucked. I can barely stomach one. <laughs> well, you would have liked him. He was a thief and a liar. Yeah, you would have liked my brother. He could be a stubborn ass. <laughs> right here. You would have liked him. He was a thief and a liar. Like, where do you For get what? off? Where do you get off? Like, it just feels really. It feels like a bad guy. Like a bad guy would. Like Rumple will say some shit like that. Not charming. Honestly, though, I don't even think Rumple would. I mean, he but he does it because he knows what it's going to get to you because he's trying to yeah. manipulate. Yeah. All right, so Liam's got orders that he's now unwrapping. I'm pretty sure that ponytail oh. is a clip-in. It is. Very much We so. journeyed across the realm. It's looking a little. Our sources say it's magical. Potent enough to heal any injury. So we never have to bury another sailor to see again. Now you understand the importance of our mission. Are you lost? You look lost to me. Identify yourself, boy. I'm Peter Pan. I live here. Who are you? Captain Jones. My lieutenant. We're here by order of the king. The king, huh? We don't have any kings in Neverland. Just me. That's funny. We seek this plant. <laughs> Why is it funny? Now Liam? tell us, boy, where can we find it? <laughs> that was weird. Your king sent you for this plant. <laughs> you know it. Dreamshade. What's the deadliest plant on the island? Your king is really ruthless. Nonsense. It's medicine. It's doom. Why fight a messy battle when you can kill an entire army with the sap of one plant? Is it possible the king would turn poison upon our enemies? Don't be so gullible. This boy is playing games Classic with us, big brother and I'm quickly tired yeah. of him. Come, we should keep moving. Also, all he said was, is it possible? Don't say I didn't warn you. And the answer was, don't be gullible. I feel like that, that's a clear sibling line. You know and what like, I mean? what does he have to, what does Pan have to lose? Right. He's just like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. You're looking for that? Not bad news bears, guys. And they're like, fuck <laughs> don't you. Don't pull him up yeah. yet. Oh, I want to okay. talk. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? To offer you a deal. This whole time he's just like slogging <laughs> around. Looks like, sure, I don't care like if he sits days. down there all night. <laughs> I don't miss the old days. What if I were to offer you something very hard to come by? Of course you would. Passage off the island. Ooh, that was a cute trick. Still not interested. He, like, the shadow was really cool to look deal. at too. Yeah. You can take some like, outline in the back. Mm -hmm. Just Emma. Emma would never leave her son. She did once before. And you can be there to pick up the pieces. Oh my god, are you We've talking about when she gave him up for adoption? <laughs> We've done business. That's a completely not different story. Nothing <laughs> is the perfect time to restart that relationship. This is or when you I'm remember he's a kid. Yeah. Of course you are. Because that's what I've always liked about you. Good at surviving. What do you want me to do? Don't be in my employ. Do my dirty work. What dirty work? When the time comes, I'll let you know. But first, I need a signal that you've taken my deal. So my word right now wouldn't be good enough? You know me. I like action. 
Oh no, you've taken uh, my deal. I seems very sexual. Dead body up on that peak. He's never done this trick before, and now he's done it twice in five minutes. It feels okay. very flashy. <laughs> this feels a little sexual though. Like when a yeah. guy comes up behind a girl and he's like yeah. whispering in her like ear and it's her a neck. Little tense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pan, like, you're giving. I would be like, are you flirting with me right now? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, was... I and and hook being hook. I kind of wish he just said that. I think it would be hilarious. Is I know if he was like, an... "Oh, you coming on to me, mate?" Is that too much for a, like an ABC Disney Family show? Yeah, probably. But that would <laughs> but have been hilarious. a perfect line for that. Oh yeah, no. This is a, if this was run by Netflix, that's exactly what would be being said right now. <laughs> we are watching. Wait, I just finished Bridgerton, and you're still watching Lucifer. So we're like in that mindset where we're like, "Why is it?" Yeah. Oh, like why, why, are, more why are the rules? Speaking of which, <laughs> small sidestep. I am currently watching Revolution, which is an NBC show, <clears throat> which is a Universal company, um, that aired in like twenty, right around this time actually. It was like 2012, 2013. Okay. And it the whole premise of it. It's it's really really great. The whole premise of it is that all of the power in the entire world shut off at some point. There was like a scientific discovery, and it all shut off. And the whole point of the show is trying to figure out why the lights went out and if we can get the electricity back on. So one day it just went out, and then it brought everybody back to the dark ages before electricity, but in modern day. So there are like cars and jets and helicopters and stuff around, and cell phones, but none of them work, right? So they're, so they're all, all Amish. So they're yeah. So they're all back to horses and bow and arrows and people are right, but they're trying to like one guy has kind of taken over and they're trying wow. to get back to him because he's trying to like run a republic, right? So you got some Star Wars ish kind of stuff in there. They're trying to overthrow the republic. There are rebels, right? But hmm. like, th- there is so much crass and gratuitous violence like this show is not i'm gonna punch you and knock you out and move on like they're just straight up murdering people in like every episode like like some militia guy comes up on you and they're like well it's all sword fighting now and only the bad guys have guns but like old school like musket guns so like yeah they'll shoot you and that's like painful and that sucks and you bleed out and it's slow but like if there's a sword fight it's to the death it's not like oh i'm gonna like you know usually they like knock you out and then you move on you assume yeah it's this is like like batman stuff right this is yeah. straight up dc superman dead or yeah. i'm not leaving so they're like this is giving handmaids stabbing each other cutting each other's limbs off and stuff and i'm like this was on network television wow <laughs> it was a lot there's like i a wonder lot if of... it was like a 10 p.m show though it wasn't it was on primetime but it got canceled after oh. two seasons yeah there was like oh. a lot mm-hmm. of like implied nudity of like i'm gonna take a bath and walk over the bed kind of thing you know like it, it, mm-hmm. with whatever the teenage you know assumed girl who's the lead it's just a lot of stuff and i was like this is straight up stuff that would be on netflix would be on hbo would be you know NBC and it probably would have thrived on there oh yeah for sure it's such i wish that it had gotten picked up because that sounds like a cool concept like if it oh it's so and the crazy well, the reason i bring it up in case anybody is interested who watches this because the executive producer of that show jj abrams came straight off a of lost uh... and did that while edward and adam went off and did this so just like this we keep t- laughing every time we, we watch it we're like this is lost. This is literally lost. Like the the soundtrack and the way everything like goes up to a, a peak and then goes to the commercial and they just kind of did lost, knew it was successful and ran with it for everything. Like, like they were like, times. okay, this formula works. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, anyway, uh, Revolution. It's on. It is not on any streaming things. You can like buy it. I think on Prime. But we downloaded an app called Tubi. T U B I. I've heard an, of that. Another random streaming one, and it's on there. Among a lot of 
other really great things that are not anywhere else. Like a lot of series and stuff that are not on the other ones that are, I think Tubi is like the one that like collects all the ones that are scrapped the lost, from the- It's uh, like the <laughs> island of lost toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so everything like, that like couldn't get picked up. Of the other, uh, of the other uh, streaming networks. But Tubi, Revolution, if you like Lost and you like Once Upon a Time, you'll probably like that show. And guess, That sounds kind of interesting. And guess who one of the lead people on it is? Who? Juliet. From Lost. No way. Yeah, Elizabeth, whatever her name is. She is she is the mom on the show. And she is, of course, Chef's Kiss. Amazing. Yeah. And she is Juliet in everything. <laughs> she's that like yes. strong, powerful woman who smiles through everything, but is yep. clearly got a lot kind of kind eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really cool. I'll tell you more about it when we're done. Anyway. There we are. Oh, you'll see that anyway. He's on his lost legs, thanks to Dream Shape. I want to see you kill him before the poison. Oh, I want, want to, to see your hook inside no his body. He's going to die. And he's like, well, I want you to murder him. Right yeah, now. I want to see your hook well, inside of his body. This is very mama. kinky. I remember the last time you didn't listen to me. This has got a lot of weird attention. I don't like it. This is very I'm Fifty Shades of Grey. It is. It always helps you think. <laughs> now you're getting I him told drunk? you to wait. Were you talking to someone? That was weird. Just talking to myself. I will have it for many nights on the lonely seas. That was a great well, cover. I'm glad to see you're enjoying the refreshments while you do it. Apologies, mate. There's much farther now. You is my slime. <laughs> did he just smell his hook? He did this. <laughs> It's weird. It's a weird move. That whole thing was bizarre. Yeah, that whole scene. Well, it certainly doesn't look like medicine. You choose to believe that boy over our This is what I remember, the white, the all-white. Yeah. Boy showed us the path to the dream shape. Why would he lie about its nature? To keep it all for himself. You actually think our king would send us to retrieve something so dangerous? I would hope not. Huh? This is not what I signed up for. You signed up to listen to your king. Because I thought he was a, a man of honor. He is. If this is a poison, it won't just end the war, it will obliterate an entire race. What do you know of any of this? I'm your brother and your captain. You will listen to me. He's Australian. No. I'll fight my enemies, but I'll fight fair. I want to know where he's from. Then allow me to disabuse you of that notion. Could be in New Zealand as well. Oh, dang it. I keep doing that. My apologies to anyone from Australia slash New Zealand that I keep messing that up. <laughs> Is it? Brother, right. don't. Oh, what an idiot. Also, wouldn't you go across? <laughs> you see? A little dangerous. Perfectly fine. Thank you. I told you. Our king would never lie to us. Well, that's actually, right. that's specimens that might be New Zealand. It. You're right. I'll check. Yeah. Uh oh, spaghettios. Oh no, it's the You're consequences wrong. of your own actions. I'm sorry, brother. What's he doing over here? No. Leo. No. Bernard Curry. No. It's too late. Henry is old. 
is from Melbourne, Australia. Damn. All right, you win. Uh, He's from Down Under. Yep. He apparently has guest starred in NCIS Pretty Little Liars. Hit the floor and Ravenswood. What was he in Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, who was he? He was Jamie Doyle for three episodes. Does that mean anything mm-hmm. to Three you? episodes isn't enough for me to like. Yeah. That would have been. It was a long show. That would have been immediately before Once Upon a Time. I um, only watched Pretty Little Liars once. So if you're not a main character, I probably don't know who you are. Is Pretty Little Liars and Ravenswood part of the same universe? Part of the same yes. stuff? Yeah, because he plays. Uh, few- they're both ABC family. And I'm pretty sure they do crossover, like old ABC Family before right. Freeform. He plays the same, and they character. have the same font. Thing. Yeah, I think they did live in the same. Yeah, because he plays that. He comes back for one episode in that as the same character from. Pretty yeah, Liars. yeah, interesting. Um, Once Upon a Time was 2013, Cannon, right? Is that the word? Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, Canon usually refers to like a timeline, storyline kind of thing. No, but it would oh, be. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Because no, you're right. That show lives within the canon of Pretty Little Liars. Which okay. If it's usually more than one like that, that means it usually exists in a bigger canon of something else. For instance, mm-hmm. um, like you know the Jessica Jones and Black Lightning and all that stuff on Netflix are in that Marvel canon, but they're like mm-hmm. subspins off of like other stories or like they're um, existing. Well, the main ones are like yeah, or like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and the Archie comics and uh, what's the what's the Riverdale that one Riverdale like they they are okay. all part have of you the like bigger... checked in on Riverdale lately? They have superpowers now. <laughs> See, because they're in the bigger canon of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where witchcraft like, is what, real, what the fuck? They can do that. Yeah, no, we did the witchcraft thing. That was fine. Now they're superheroes. Oh, they're like legit. <laughs> I've never watched Riverdale. It is. Is it so worth it? it? Should that... I get into it? No. Okay. We have, uh, we have like, better stuff to watch, I think. It is so camp. Like, there's no need because mm. it just gets way too... It was good for the first couple seasons, but now it is just so absolutely bonkers that I can't even imagine what that cast sounds like oh. whenever they get renewed for another season. Right. Like, they probably are burning trailers down because they're like, please, for the love of God, let us free from these shackles of this show. <laughs> oh, man. I, I do have a little piece of trivia about... Uh, Bernard Curry or Bernard, oh, yes. Bernard he sometimes plays with his Melbourne based music band Johnny Wonderpants <laughs> that is literally the name of this band Johnny Wonderpants okay I like it not drive shaft okay despite what you may think about his Liamness <laughs> justice for drive shaft Lost boy now. Henry Your is a lost boy. boy is one of the most vicious new recruits we have had in ages. Your voice is cracking. Don't let him get Because yeah. you're a baby. Okay. Move <laughs> aside. Why? So I can rip his heart out. It'll do exactly what we want. This is not how we do things. <laughs> Why not? Really? Regina. What do you think, Emma? I think Regina is right. The amount of restraint also Regina's had on this whole season. I think we need to talk to our son. She said Dude, our son. That is brutal. Can't, she can't. Emma, do it, Regina. Emma! Good job, Emma. I'm so proud of you. That was a really strong mom moment right there. She rolled up her sleeves because she didn't want to get goo on her. Look how excited she is. Let Regina have a minute. <laughs> Give her some... Oh, my gosh. No, Margaret, I'm sorry. Mary Margaret, awfully formal. Henry, I'm worried about. I know. That's why I'm willing to let Regina do whatever it takes. When we finally get to him, I just want to make sure the line is still there. What line? 
between what Regina is willing to do and what you are. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get him home. But the cost can't be this family. It won't be. This is not fair. Second thoughts? Let's get him that message. No. Oh, we're going to do more than that. We're going to see him. We couldn't have led with this trick. I'm sorry. I'm Team Regina. Yeah. The Charmings are pissing me the fuck Since off right now. you're already dying from the stuff, you won't mind if I stand back while you... <sighs> I know about your deal with pain. You heard uh, that, then? Yeah. You heard that. <laughs> and you know I didn't agree. Yeah, you also didn't disagree. <laughs> no, you see, this is what he wanted, to turn us against each other. <laughs> well, it works. And you're stupid. You're making the poison spread quicker, mate. I don't care. I just have to last long enough to get the sexton back to my family. Now take me to it! My brother didn't lose his satchel up here. I made that up. What about the insignia? I dropped it on the path so you'd find it. Why? Because I knew you'd never make the journey here if I told you the truth. The truth? The truth you brought me here to die? I brought you here to save your life. You're a liar! About damn time. Come on. Leave! Oh, that was a hell of a transition. Back to the ship. Come on. Wow. I tried to warn you. We'll die as soon as the poison reaches his heart. Please. He's my brother. He's all I have left. Well, maybe you shouldn't have goaded him into it. He's so stubborn. I didn't mean Can you help me? Well, it might not feel like it, but today's your lucky day. There is a way to stop him from dying. Tell me. Oh, so you're it's magic. spring. <laughs> These waters are rich with the power of Neverland. If he doesn't say what well, the hell and hold on, so young. If one was to drink directly from it, Fast could cure any ill. Fountain of Youth. Very classic. Yeah. But storyline. I must warn you. The magic comes with a price. You're all right. Oh, okay. And that spring is no exception. <laughs> it's interesting that they the gave him that line. I know. Pay it. Of course, whatever <laughs> you want, it's yours. <laughs> Talk to you guys in the spoiler project. <laughs> I'm going to rewind for a second just because I... I... So yeah, but, sorry, I talked about no, 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 all no, no, that. It wasn't your must fault. Must warn you. It was just I, I just missed a catch. It comes with a price. And that spring is no exception. We know that. Don't leave the island unless you're willing to pay it. Oh, don't leave the oh, island somebody. unless you're willing to pay. I, I thought he was saying drinking from that means you can't leave the island. Like it was that yeah. straightforward, but it's just one. It's we yours. have to find out what the price is. That's the satchel. Water in it. Brother? That's Captain to you. <laughs> what happened? It doesn't matter. Well, let's pay the boy. Go. Boy? Oh. What do you want? He's a naval officer. He just thinks he wants money. Boy, mm -hmm. 
Because they have to bribe people all the time to do stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, hold Building it by the house. blade. Hold it by the sharp part of the blade to draw this. That seems like Henry, a weird choice. You also grew up in a mansion. Your house, that's a little modest house. I don't want to fight me. again, okay? I didn't come to fight. I came to deliver a message. Can you hear clicking in the background? Your family is here. It's a clock. What? Yeah. On the Real island. Small. Trying to find you. You're making this up because I cut your cheek. You're trying to get back at me. I'm not making it up. Look. Henry, are you okay? <laughs> Henry, can you hear me? They're FaceTiming. Oh. I'm here too, Henry. This is a trick. No, no, it's not a trick. Henry, I promise you, this is real. Kid, it's Operation Cobra Rescue. It's us. You're here? Yes, we're coming to get you. Very smart, Emma. Use the code word. That's how you pick your kid up from school. I I, I gotta go. Henry. I I, I gotta go. We love you. Smart. Didn't keep it on him. Yeah. Damn, this guy is Jolly Rogers booking. It has a jet engine on the I back? Sure. Like, how is it going so fast? Okay. Gideon. I should have listened to you. I'm just glad you survived. Well, now, brother, we reveal our king's cowardice. Well, let's hope the realm sides with us. Well, they will. Like battles using unholy weapons is, as you say, bad form. Hey. Drink. Do we? Yeah, oh, he said bad form. Bad form. I was, you. I was thinking. Oh, also, we have to drink for saying all magic comes with price. We did. Oh, okay. Boy. All right, so. I got an issue with this. There's a lot of things going on here. So they said we were sent for this thing. They realized that it's a, that it's a poison, not a medicine. But they have no idea what the intention of why they got it was. And so they immediately go to mutiny is the first option here. You're not going to find out why or like there, there's like a thousand because ways this could have been Because they have hero mentality. They do. And like also, he just said, bad form. What if form. the king didn't know? Like what if he sent and it, you know what I mean? Like what if his information was bad? Like I feel like there's a lot of a lot of reasons why they went there and found that it was a poison other than the king had bad intentions. Like that's one of the things it could have been, but like there's a hundred other things it could have been too. The kings really aren't trustworthy over there in the Enchanted Forest. This is true. So it's probably pretty easy to think like, yeah, shit, yeah. It just doesn't feel like evidence at all. It feels circumstantial at best. (laughs) No, I think you would feel duped too. I mean, bias this strange kid who clearly has magic powers who could have tricked you. On the, I'm just saying there's a lot of pieces to the story that don't... But they don't know that he, like, has all these, like, magic powers. They think the, only the island's magical and he just lives there. So, like, if you look at it fact for fact only, the king sent them there for this magic curing potion. But wouldn't you trust the king potion. that you work for other than this random indigenous kid that you just met on the island who could have been lying to you the entire time? Like, it's a stranger. No, because the kid had nothing to lose. I mean, but the king also has no reason to deceive you, unless he does. I mean, we don't know what their what their back history with the king is. But but assuming well, yeah, up until he does. This point, They're doing his dirty work. Assuming up until this point, the king's never been dishonest with them before, and this is the first time. And it sounds like based on this this captain's loyalty that he's never had a reason to distrust the king previously. 
I don't think I'd go full on mutiny, but I think I'd be pissed on the way back. Like I I'd mean, be like, I'm gonna fucking yes. ask him what's going on when I, I agree. get there. Like, but Hook just went. Well, let's hope the realm sides with us. That sounded pretty mutinous to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's like, no. Gonna, okay. And, yeah. And his answer was, "What do we do? Well, we're gonna expose our, you know, the king for being up." Yeah. Like, oh, I think like I would go back with the intention of confronting him. I don't of think like, I would well, go back yeah. with the intention of convincing the town or the people yeah. that he's a villain. Yeah, we very much don't have time in the in the small course of this little backstory, you know, because it has to kind of wrap up quickly. Right. But, so I know they kind of skip to the end. They just skip to oh, he's we need a bad some guy. backstory on the king. We need to know who. We're oh my god! With right now. Can we just have an episode? <laughs> just telling with the king. It just seems like a big jump. Yeah. You know? Like directly to. He oh, did almost die, though. We must have been lied to. Well, because he's stupid and he tried it on himself. Yeah, that's, he that's... is dumb. The king didn't say go over there and. What do you say, Elaine? Hit yourself with this. You want some company when you report to the Admiralty? Uh oh. He did say don't leave the island uh, no. until you're willing to pay. No. Leave! Yeah. Yep. Leave! Leave! No, 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 help! Help! But what did he owe? <sighs> what did he owe? Oh, how 2020 of you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, very Kobe. Alright, he's gonna drink the water, but Hook knows that if he drinks this water from the dream It comes with a price. Be, that he will survive, but now he has to stay. Might Which is up. also a little not Get consenting. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Look. Damn, it's all up on his face now. In this canteen is the water that will stop the dream shade that will save your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he brought me up here. Yes. You knew I wouldn't come on my own, that I wouldn't leave my family. But you were stubborn, yes. I gathered that rather quickly. <laughs> well, give it to me. There's something you need to know first. Oh. Because its power comes Consent. from the island. Yep. Once you drink this, you can never leave Neverland. It's a small price to pay for what I get in return. A chance to save my grandson. Oh, good. So we're not going to consult the family I for a second time about this really important decision. Great. No. No. This is a lot of you. And it wasn't, it wasn't, we'll figure that problem out later, you know? Like, that would have been like a hero saying, well, like, we just have to get through the next 10 minutes and we'll cross that bridge. Because that's a very common thing is like, well, it's yeah. not ideal, yeah, yeah, but yeah. let's just get to the place. Because if you're dead, you can't do anything. So let's just get to the place where we'll, we'll solve that problem later. Charming could have easily said that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as part of that virtuous yeah. character, he could have said, as the hero archetype he's supposed to be, that is a adventure for tomorrow that is a that is a thing that will all and i have all these smart women down there who will come to my aid and they will all help me you know like like it could have been we will figure that out together as a family that's something charming could have said too. meanwhile hook, hook has hero. been hook is the most honest hero. out of this entire gang of idiots yeah because we see where he comes from and that he is not in fact just and see i pirate. don't think that his little manipulation thing to get him up to the top was toxic masculinity like the whole Excalibur thing was. No, especially since he told him because and had him, get, he, him have the choice to drink it. Or. He know, Yeah. 
And he told him what would happen if yeah. he drank it. He was honest with him. Hmm. <laughs> What's that like? To be to be told the truth. Like, yeah, he duped him by getting him up there, but I don't... Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. He's... I, I'm Team Hook all the way, honestly. I am. Look at... Oh, now you'll take his help? Where's the apology? Why? Risk your life for me when there wasn't anything for you in return. Who says there was you, mate? You think he's okay? Smart. He's fine. You know this how? Because he's our son, and he's a survivor, and now he has something to survive for. He knows we're coming, and we're not going to let him down. I'm sorry I doubted you. I'm just... I know how easy it is to give into the darkness. I didn't want you to... She didn't. (laughs) I did. I I want Regina to be like, I'm I'm standing right here. (laughs) Unhappy family. This is awfully unfair to Regina. Yeah. Stand down, it's us. I love that shot, though. Sword, a bow and arrow, and fire, like, together. Like, it's all different, you know? Yep. <laughs> Where's the sexy? Regina's like, go. I'm not complaining, but what was that? Okay, I'm complaining. <laughs> I am as well, Emma. I second, third that. Look, what I wouldn't give for another sleeping curse. Yeah, see, we're all in agreement. That was terrible. Are we going to do anytime somebody that. makes out? That, a fair... Th- that was like a real, yeah, yeah. Like not like a peck, but like a like an yes. important kiss. Right. Yeah. I have a drink. I need to. I need to participate. In our trap. Okay, there you go. We are ambushed by lost boys. Why are they and still groping each other? More lies. But Hook, he risked his life to stop me from getting hit by. A this is an arrow. awfully embellished story. But if it wasn't for Hook, I wouldn't be alive. Your flask, please. Looks like I'm literally not a part of this. This is a lot. Why is <laughs> this whole web, like... I'm telling you, Mr. and Mrs. Charming are... I'm done with them right now. I thought you a little credit. Thank you. Would any of them believe that? Right. Emma does not. Neither does Regina. And now he's making a fool out of all of them who are like, Yay, cheers, Hook, for all that. of these lies. To Hook? Regina is like such the outside. Regina is me. <laughs> Just like I am also Regina. Like, I'm like I'm out of here. You I'm guys not, are annoying. I'm not with y'all. <laughs> also, no thanks. I don't like? want the rum that's been in his pocket for the last five hundred yeah, years. Thanks. Ew. Well, you and David aren't exactly. How do you say it? Might. See, that was funny. She pre- tried to use his accent. And I liked it. Thank you. Perhaps gratitude is in order now. <laughs> Attaboy. There he is. <laughs> yeah. That's what the thank you was for. He's got some August vibes here. It's all your father's life is worth to you. <laughs> he couldn't handle it. Perhaps you were the one who couldn't handle it. Oh my god. I feel like I have to leave the room. I <laughs> know! Oh, big drink. All right. What? There's the, there's the, wow. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just had to sit through like eight episodes before there was even a single kiss in Bridgerton. So now I'm like on edge. I know. She needs to breathe, by the way. One time thing. That doesn't feel very one time. As you wish. I love that he's always respectful. Like the as you wish thing. Like a consensual king. Yeah, true. 
It's so sad that the bar is that low. I don't know. Like, wow, just doing what a woman asks you to do. Out of like, he always that. has another line, but in that instance, when it comes to her, like, you know, her body and stuff like that, he goes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Which is why I always oh, thought yeah. he was like, he wasn't always a bad guy. He's, he still has standards, you know. So they're giving Hook the satchel, his satchel. He says it belongs to you now. And it has the insignia on it. And he's the captain now. Oh, and he's the captain. You shall never leave my side, brother. Is he in the satchel? We are sworn (laughs) to serve the king and the realm. They sent us to retrieve an unthinkable poison, one that killed our dear captain. I like how you can tell he's drunk. Yeah. Shall anyone set sail to that cursed land? The sail on Oh my gosh, the Pegasus feather. Shall we take such orders? So, for those listening, Hook just set fire to the extra sail that gets them to Neverland. To fly. This is how he gets the Jolly Roger to be punished. We'll be free men, and I will be your captain. We'll sail under the crimson flag, and we'll give our enemies no quarter. We'll take what we please. And we live by our own rules. That is the best form of all. Our kingdom is corrupt and immoral. They took my brother from me. And now I'm going to take everything they've got. Starting with this ship. Bring the paint from below. It's time we rename this vessel. We no longer sail as the jewel of the realm. We now sail as the Jolly Roger. Yes! Yeah. 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 Like, can we vote on that new name? Yeah, for real. Where did that come from? Pirates! Yeah. For at least among thieves, there is honor! This is a phenomenal backstory. Amazing. Super realistic. Like I get why they, how they got there. I love. I would also become a pirate. Yeah, that got that speech got me. I'm ready. I'm signing out. You really should have taken my deal. He's annoying. He's like a sophomore in high school. I can't stand it. He really is. I do. You think that kiss meant something? Finally, starting to see me for the man I am. What? Being a one-handed pirate with a drinking problem. I'm no grown up, but I'm pretty sure that's less than appealing. Man of honor. So tell me, what would a man of honor like yourself do with a big, fat secret? Uh, Did we ever get our big drink moment? I didn't see it. Neil, whatever made me go... I don't know where it would have happened. It would have happened on (laughs) the island, maybe? (laughs) What was it? Let me go back to the notes. It was a mission that will bring peace... Oh, it was uh, when they left... A mission that will bring priest peace to the kingdom and the glory to the Jones brothers. Remember I said the Jonas brothers? It was that. Um, it was that. I was making a Jonas brothers joke and I missed it. Damn. But, okay. it, but that means it was, it was Liam to hook then. Yep, you were right. The captain. You get to double drink. <laughs> Let us know, Maggie is not drinking a girly beer this week, all. Yeah. Stupid girly drink. <laughs> 
toxic masculinity be Yeah, damned. you fucking <laughs> toxic masculine <laughs> idiot. I re-listened to that while I was editing, and I had to stop the playback. It's I so was, funny. I was laughing so hard in my chair. <laughs> Just the way because we hate it. dudes like that. No, we literally do. It was, I mean, for, for lack of a better word, it was basically an inside joke at how much we hate. <laughs> that kind of behavior online oh, I mean, we had to deal with a lot of that for a little bit yeah no, it's just or a lot of it or are still kind of <laughs> Those bodies, the guy emma loves henry's father what of him i wish you said he's baby daddy alive. he doesn't know what a baby daddy <laughs> is right he's alive no hook doesn't that's know. not even the best part oh the secret oh, yeah, emma doesn't know he's never yeah Oh, yes. He's here. Can you believe it? I'm sure Emma would love to know that Henry's father is still alive. So, baby daddy. But I'd hate for that to get in the way of her. But in Oh, I was going to say, why wouldn't he just go so and leave tell it up her right away? To tell her or not. Are you really going to be a good guy or not? Let's see what kind of man you really are. Oh, what a test. Interesting. You know, every once in a while, Peter shows up. As like the, the the quiz master guy, you know, just to mess, look mess at things. that. Very nice. The game is afoot. Hey, they have Neil. See, this is a good mind game. That's yeah, a good guessed. villain game Agreed. to play. You drugged him. He'll be asleep for a while. Where do you want him? Hang him up. Over there. Next to the other one. The other who? Excuse me? Who? Uh, no, Is it Rumple? Sir, I'm gonna. No, you gotta. No, no come it's back not. here. <laughs> Hold on. Away. Who's in that? You can't just. Is it Rumple? You can't just say stuff like that and not. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> that was good. All right. Oh, okay. That was good. 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 I liked it. Shout out to Jordan Schnartner. <laughs> the same <laughs> Okay, that's kind of a really shitty name. I like it. Shart, like literally Shartner. Hold on, can we look at this again? Shartner. Shartner. S C H A R T N E R. He's an actor who plays sailor. Sailor. Sir, you ever heard of a stage name? Think you should investigate that. Yeah. We are the worst. We're so mean. What an episode. <laughs> that was uh that was wild. There was a lot going on in that. I, I remember out of all of the season three episodes, probably out of every single one, that's probably the one I remember the most. Wow. That's that's this is this Who's in the box? Is the middle I don't remember that, but I I remember like his back, like Hook's backstory with the brother and all that stuff. Like that yeah. was, that was that was when I was really started to pay attention to like the backstories are not what I thought, and that they were taking yeah. characters in places that were way not just a little bit off the beaten path, but like way way off. You know, I, really I know he was in the navy, but I didn't really remember, and I knew his brother, but I didn't remember like the burning of the Pegasus feathers. Like that was yeah. <sighs> This is a this is a, what's your what's your initial uh, thoughts on the episode? Like, how do you I feel loved like this episode. the plot? How do you feel about character development? Like, what do you amazing? Do you yeah, 
That's it. Oh my gosh. I have like, no, like I actually, I actually have a lot to say. I love how we gassed up Hook that entire time. And at the very last second, we're questioning it now. What is he going to do? I'm not questioning it. I I am. He's questioning it. But I I now. I'm questioning it for him. Like looking at him, you're like, oh my God, you have no idea if he's going to tell her or not. And because I, being me, and y'all know me, um, and I, I, <laughs> I hope it. I truly hope it does not come off as mansplaining. I just, I get really excited about this stuff, and so I try to. Oh, my camera's not working. I, uh, I, I want to share with it as much as I can, just for context, because for me, the context adds like such a new color to watching it. But I am very much coming from the place I come from, watching it from a structured point of view, right? Yeah. And looking at it that way, my first thought hey, is, are they going to take the, the excuse? Yeah, I need I need a light too. That's why I was trying to like open things up because it got dark. But uh it's not working right Thanks, now. Thanks, baby girl. <gasps> Harper Jane for the win. Oh. Uh so yeah, I, I'm looking at it from like, are they gonna take the opportunity? Because they've really messed up Charming. They have previously messed up Emma before. Not right now, but they have mm-hmm. done some really weird things and put some weird weird dialogue in her mouth. Um, Mary Market, the same thing. The, the, the protection and integrity of the characters is not fully trusted for me on this show because they've, they've done some wonky things in the past. And they've done yes. it for it. But now I'm wondering, are they going to take a perfectly good scenario where like Hook could potentially do the right thing not do the thing we're expecting him to do, which is look out just for himself and still get the girl, you know? Because, and and like that is such a good message and such a good way to double down on our liking of Hook as they just spent this entire Mm -hmm. episode showing us that he's virtuous or he could be, that they could double down on that easily and really solidify this character into something wonderful. Networks won't buy it. If you pitch that to a network, they'll say it's not juicy enough and they won't let you write it. And, yeah. and then they have to backtrack and do something else, even if that's what they want to do. And that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting him to do something right. stupid and they're going to have him be selfish, have Emma catch on. Then he's got to ask for forgiveness because in these shows, the guy always has to do something wrong and the girl always has to go, but that's okay. It's fine for you yeah. to abuse me like that. I'm going to roll over on it. And he go, yay, I win anyway. That's what they want, which is disgusting, yeah. I think, to, to put a woman in the position of she always has to be the one to forgive him. And she always does, even if it's at, yeah. at pain to her it's just it's like it's really bad misogyny that i don't like um, yeah and and now that's the first thing that comes into my head is oh are they gonna do that stupid thing because they're yeah they're horrible to women <laughs> like is that yeah. what they're gonna do when they can exactly. actually have him do the right thing and have emma go oh my god i now i have to pay attention to the fact that you did that and i know that that was kind of against you know what would right. make sense for you and she has to hold on to that and then he could really use that as like you see i really was a good guy you have to trust me and that's yeah. the thing that charming isn't doing right now because he could have really doubled down on that virtuous thing that he had and showed everyone that he is the good guy that regina thinks is so disgusting you know and he and that that's that has a purpose and a meaning and he didn't do it multiple times and and yeah you know, it, it so in that way because charming is now no longer the hero in my eyes and hook stepped up if they ruin that for hook i will no longer have a protagonist to root mm-hmm. for and then it will i mean it will shift to like emma and stuff but even yeah though, but that's but you know what i mean like we don't have that role i love that emma is the main protagonist and and that it, she's a female but i do want i w- i would want a male protagonist to be a supporting character to that mm-hmm. female role 
not because she needs support, but because I think that's a really good relationship that she could drive on her on her own and that people could help her. All people could help her. But that, yeah. but that the male hero has to submit to that higher strength, which we'll get into in some in, in some later seasons for better or worse. But right now, charming, the coolest thing for him to do would have been to let his daughter, who's technically younger, right? And less experienced in this Enchanted Forest stuff, be the one who's like in control of of that heroism. Yeah. And to and to have him support her would have been the coolest dad move he could have possibly done. Support your kid in being a success. Mm -hmm. that's unselfish you know what i'm saying and so all of that got messed up and so now hook being filling he really did fill that void that that charming left so to take that away would really make me sad you know what i mean no but i like where it left us where now we're questioning hook after an episode where we literally poured our like all into him we were like oh my gosh leaning on him and i liked how what I really liked about this episode was it was a lot of give and take. We resolved an issue, but created a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Charming's not going to die. Now he's stuck in Neverland. Like, so now that's another problem. And I Right, don't know, I that's just, true. That's true, yeah, yeah. Like, it was really, like, back and forth. And I think both the flashback and the present day were keeping my engagement up the entire time. Where I think mm. the past couple episodes, we really had issues with we only liked one half of the episode really but it was so good enough that it brought it up to five stars but like yeah sometimes we just aren't feeling one half and i felt i was like okay we need to get back to each one yeah it was a really good i didn't feel like we were at commercial breaks during half of the episode yeah it was really good it was really good i liked it a lot i loved regina's little i think okay i'm missing regina i feel like at this point i feel like she's kind of lana's been hanging out in the back and i'm like where's our girl she showed up this episode and was so right. You know, I just realized we haven't seen Megan Ori in a long time. And when Ruby comes back, oh, man. I know. You're going to have a field day oh, with that one. Oh, man. I'm excited. Uh, for now, let's do MVPs. MVP. All right. So, MVP of Neverland. Hook. Hook. I, we can't not do that. That's that's not <laughs> even a thing. Uh, MVP of Enchanted Forest. Like flashback. Well, I'm uh, sorry. Hook. Enchanted Forest. It would have to be... Uh, yeah, the, the the old whatever. whatever yeah, the, hell the Jolly was. Roger. Um, Hook. Uh, yes, I guess it has to be because Liam didn't really do anything. Um, LVP of Neverland? Charming. Who? Charming. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Can't All give right. it to Pan. And, and you can't give it to Regina. Pan's doing what Pan does and Regina fucking killed it. She needed to do the thing, yeah. So LVP of the Jolly Roger flashback. Liam. And Liam? Really? Yeah, he got too cocky with the dream shade. Oh, uh, true. He didn't have to do that. That's true. No, he just brought it was back and... so unnecessary. That is what any toxic man will do. That's true. Yeah, to prove a point. Very toxic man. Yeah, good point. Liam. Uh, honorable mention overall character. Regina, do we give it to Regina? Regina. Yeah, yes. for like doing the thing that was necessary. And technically, I would really give it to Emma for... Because unwavering support Regina actually submitted. And this is really interesting. Regina's more powerful than all of them combined and could have overpowered them at any time. And Regina is in this case submitting to Emma's authority for whatever reason. I mean, I think it's because she knows that. I think they're both putting 
their motherhood role first, right. which is what is making them such a strong united front. Yeah. And I yeah, think that's true. what's working for them. It is. Regina's true. not overstepping a line. Emma is supporting her. Yeah. No, you're and right. And look at what they're conquering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's valid. Because if Emma questioned for a second, Snow would have won that argument. And Regina would have And then Regina would have been bitter. Yeah, and she would have been bitter. So the fact that, but there is there is an element to Regina submitting to that, where she turned to Emma, let Emma say, okay, do it. And then, and then so, she, so Emma- Right, because that's what I mean by Regina's also putting motherhood first, because she's not being the villain. Because her, she's yeah. like, I know, and that- Right. She only stood yeah. up when she knew that that was the only thing that would get through to Henry. You know and what I mean? And it was a good plan because she wasn't going to hurt him. She wasn't going to kill him. She wasn't, you know. Right. She knew she wasn't putting Henry in more danger than he was already in yeah. if she did this. And she didn't hurt that kid. Like, she, no. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously, it probably sucks to get your heart ripped out. But like, <laughs> but like, she didn't. You know, she didn't like, crush she, it. She didn't like, yeah, she didn't like do damage. She didn't suggest like hurting the kid out of spite because they were angry. Like it was strategic yeah. and that actually did make a lot of sense. And that and that is really what a hero would have done. Like sometimes you got to do some hard things to get the thing that you need or whatever, right? So yeah. This is, this is that moment and Emma recognized that and let her do it. But Regina was submitting to chain of command and without that, chaos. And chaos will get Henry killed. And and that's, that's a thing that Regina has to choose to do because like I said, she is more powerful than them. So if she thought she was smarter than the group, she could have gone rogue and it would have been bad. It would have been bad for everybody, including Henry. You know what this is a great example of? What? Unconventional, yes, but co-parenting. Yeah, absolutely. There's a submission to each other's authority. If you're not a united front, you're doing your kid damage. What is what's best for the child? Absolutely. No, that's all that's, outside uh, feelings aside. Yeah. At the end of the day, they are two moms to one child. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. It's just such a cool way Excellent. to talk about it that I think is like like a really good subject that you could have as a family after the episode. Because we do that Excellent. with like all TV shows and movies in this house. Excellent we're social commentary. annoying. We're like we're like seventh heaven over here, where we like have to talk about all of our feelings. That's and I that just think that that would be like, good. if Harper was older, she would watch the show and probably be more engaged than if she watched it now. But like, this would be a great conversation to have. We're like, yeah, sometimes mom and dad fight, but at the end of the day, we're going to agree on whatever is best for you. For you, yeah. And even if whether that be broken to... home, whether that not broken, that's a terrible word to say. I'm sorry. Um, you know, two household families where, right. you know, mom and dad separated or, you know, step like stepmom, like mm -hmm, mom mm -hmm. and stepmom having a good relationship. Mm -hmm. It's so healthy to see step parents and the actual parents get along, not just both ex parent like exes with mm -hmm, each other. Mm -hmm. and, like if and you remarry it's not about you, yeah. Right. And, you know, mom doesn't think, oh, my God, she's stealing my baby. And stepmom right. doesn't think she's taking the wow. role. That, I don't know. This is just really great. Open adoption, you know, keeping that healthy balance. I don't know. This is great. If I had the more you know sound on this sound effect thing. Just the little marimbas. Ding, ding, Listen, ding, ding. the more nurture and love like, you put into the children, our future will be better. So. It's, no, you, you bring up a really, really valid point. And if that doesn't necessarily apply to like in this case like harper's own life what if she at the age that you're talking to her about that she'd be older right so what if she knows or or has doesn't know yet and will at some point meet someone with a broken family someone with a you know someone so with yeah we do have those conversations you know two moms two dads some families only have one dad we always we the current conversation for the past 
you know, six months is why don't I have a brother or a sister? And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't shy away from that conversation with anyone when people ask about future children and stuff like that. But it's not something I shy away with Harper either because right. she has had that question. You know, she goes right. to daycare. She sees how other families right. work. But right. she knows my family only has one baby and that's me. And that was what my parents wanted. And that's fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think th- I think these things, which is why the whole turning red thing is a little bit ridiculous. But but st- like starting conversations and there's different ages and different appropriate there levels and different comfort different levels for appropriate people. levels for the same conversation right but the fact that a conversation is happening is really the important part now how yeah. you have that conversation is really up to you as a family but the fact that any conversation happens because there are some families where no conversation happens and a kid grows up completely and then it it's never, so unhealthy and it's yeah and it's so common and too. that conversation doesn't have to be perfect like with turning red there are parts of that movie i don't like mm-hmm. i yeah. don't like it as a parent like with a child watching it i'm like i'm not down with this right but the overall thing of the movie is incredible and beautiful yeah and uh, we have such an open communication household where the things that i don't like i can talk to her about and it's a great conversation right and it's still that's the thing is like even the things that are uncomfortable still turn into healthy dialogue like it it doesn't have to be negative because it's uncomfortable it can even the fact that it's uncomfortable can be a learning moment you know like, yes. like anything like that and and i mean i'm i'm glad you we we joke around on the show all the time but but i'm glad that you brought that up because there's a lot of things on this because we do have families that listen to the show and we have of, of various ages you know we had a middle schooler call in earlier today yeah and so those are important conversations to have because i mean at any age level these are real emotions we're talking about these are real circumstances that we're talking about although this isn't a magical package um the the interpersonal relationships between these characters do bring up valid um circumstances that that you know they they're they're the kind of situations that happen all the time, even in our non-magical world, right? That a lot of people don't like go their entire lives never knowing what to do with. And sometimes yes. trip and, and, and not handle well because they never had some kind of support to talk through what those feelings yeah. are. And when they bottle them up, they don't know what to do with them. And then it turns into a bigger problem than it could have been or whatever. So, I mean, communication important, you know, is, is really important and, and really powerful, like so powerful. Yeah, Even- showcasing that kind of communication is so, just as much as, you know, representation in right. movies and right. film and just art in general is yeah. so important because it needs to be talked about. We're gonna, that's another chapter yeah, yeah. in the future story of, Removing the kids table. Thank you so much. Oh my god, yeah. This is this is for the book. We gotta write that down. We have one more yeah. on the MVPs just because it's here. Outstanding performance by an actor. Oh yeah. Do we know? What do you think? Jennifer Morrison, like uh oh, Josh Dallas is kinda killing it. Or do the we say dying uh, thing and Yeah, no, he did a he did a really good job. I mean or uh Colin O'Donoghue too. Yeah. Is really, really good. I I think Colin O'Donoghue I'm making, gonna give it to Colin O'Donoghue. It's, it's making me forget that he is acting. He also played a good guy. He played a yeah. with you no, know, you know, a conventional good guy. Right. And he's play he's also not diluting uh his his, his portrayal. Yeah, his portrayal of uh, a, a guy we know is a bad guy. A guy who's sided with Cora and done some bad things already. We've seen him do some bad things, but how quickly are we forgetting those bad things because of how cool and good he's being now? 
You know Cause it's saying? like to the core good. Yeah. It's genuine. And that's the thing I think that his acting is really portraying is you can tell that it's genuine because of his portrayal of what's on the page is really adding to that. Colin O'Donoghue is making me forget that he's Colin O'Donoghue. That, well, certainly, yeah. Like, I'm literally just like, oh, yeah, it's Hook. That's just who he is. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like pretty much all of these characters, the only characters who don't vibe like that, I think, are like uh, Keegan, Connor, Tracy, or whatever her name is, the, who plays Blue Fairy, feels very, like, proper and posed. Yeah. And because that's what that character is. It's hard to is. get a read on it. Yeah, yeah because like, that's what that's the nature of that character. But, like... Robert Carl. Every time I see Robert Carlyle, be like super nice in an interview or go on like Graham Norton or something, and he's super like bubbly and kooky, and I'm like, good, weird. Like I don't. It's like it's like House. It feels like an imposter to me. Well, I knew Hugh Laurie before House. He's like a goofy comedian and jazz player. So when I saw him play this strictly on House, I'm like, that's that's a joke. Like to me, because I knew. Oh, so that's like Tom Ellis, where I think he is this hot, beautiful Lucifer, but you know him as quirky, whatever, from Miranda, uh, right? Her her goofy boyfriend. Oh my god, I can't, I want you to see one episode of him in that role. You will lose your shit, because it is so goofy. (laughs) That's me with Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, with Jason Bateman. He's creepy rapey in Juno. It's so sad, because he has so many great roles. And But that's the first thing I saw him in. You can't undo that. And I'm so sad, because I have seen, I I love Jason Bateman, like, in everything else, but in the back of my head, I'm like, you tried to pick up a pregnant 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Why did you do that, to, man? It's hard. I'm it's like, hard why did you do that? From that, man? It's really hard to come back. <laughs> Even from as that. Nick Wilde, I'm like, bro, you're kind of a bad guy sometimes. Yeah. Like, and you can kind of right hear now. it in the Nick Wilde yeah. too. You can hear because of this the like slick nature. The slyness. Yeah. Like, it's hard to he's like. Ugh. Oh, I mean, I I was a uh, uh, well Arrested Development, right? So I go back okay. to the like he is the the victim hero in that one right so i'm always just seeing the like chaos around him so that wasn't my first one with him i think it was uh, some other movies but my like actors with tv shows and like how i picture them is always not what everybody else remember because my first things with them are always random like i don't know steve carell as michael scott i know him as evan almighty and i hate myself for it because i'm like who watched evan almighty i feel like i've seen (laughs) i saw him in something before that was anchorman before that it had to have been oh no you know what my first Steve Carell one sorry this is so off Little Miss Sunshine and oh, it is one of my favorite movies Little Miss Sunshine with Paul great, Dano that's a great movie an incredible like, movie that's like a top 10 for me that yeah. doesn't get talked about enough it because really it was but Paul Dano's coming back because he was whatever his name is in Batman no he was the I'm pretty sure he was the Riddler Joker Riddler Joker Riddler? No, the Riddler. Riddler? Batman. Okay. Oh, I didn't see the new one yet. Um, but I'm pretty sure he was the Riddler and everybody's talking about Paul Dano and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. Little Miss Sunshine. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, there was the other one. Love and Love and Love and Other Drugs? No, that's... Uh, no, Crazy Stupid Love. That one. With Annalie Tipton. With Ryan Gosling? And Ryan Gosling because Annalie Tipton Emma Stone? Was, was in America's Next Top Model, which I was watching at the time. And I was like, don't judge me. And, <laughs> and she showed up in this random movie. And, and literally no one had any idea. If you didn't watch the show, you had no idea who she was. And I was like, oh my God, it's one of the models. That's like the little bit of reality TV that I did watch for no reason. Because I was a Tyra Banks fan from the like 90s when she was a model and she was on Fresh yeah. Prince. So I'm like, oh cool, Tyra Banks has a show. Let me go check it out. And you know, it turned out to be this this huge thing which i just thought was funny because the panelists to me were just hilarious it was like a it was a comedy to me 
But then, yeah, she ended up in that movie, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to go see the new Annalie Tipton movie, and everybody's like, who? <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love is my airplane movie. It's a great one. It's a it's I another... watch it on, like, We've talked about this. That's one of those movies Orlando. where they had to get everybody's contract. They had to throw yes. in a movie to get everybody, so they all these A-listers are in that. But that movie is so fucking oh, good. It's phenomenal. I but watch no. it. It's the perfect time from Boston to Orlando. Oh, because nice. Because you start it when you hit 10,000 feet. Yeah. And then yeah, it's yeah. over when the captain comes on and says, land. we're going to start our descent into Orlando. That's great. Perfect. Oh, that's a really good one, too. That's just, it's just a pro tip for any New Englanders traveling to Orlando. Crazy Stupid Love is the, the moves. Yeah, if you're going about, what, 1,200 miles or so, something like that? That's my travel tip oh, stop of it. the stop episode. It <laughs> okay, we are off the deep end, and this is awesome. If you got this far, then you're allowed to that's true. hear my bad jokes now. That's true. That's true. Um, all right, so let's do this. The third annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star Field of excellence. What do you give? How many Mr. Gold's gold stars do you give uh, good form? I'm not going to lie. Good form was a five plus for me. Five plus? I was yeah, going to say five, it. but five plus? I mean, I'll go with you on five plus. I'm okay with it. I really loved it. It's really, I mean, it it, it really did give we us got everything we wanted. the Emma Hook kiss. We did get the Emma Hook and we got the hook that we really wanted. We got a, we yeah. got a bad guy. And this is what we've always wanted for Regina, isn't it? Like for for the and we we almost got it. We got the taste of it and then they made the the, the town turn against her for no reason. Um, yes. and this was this was the redemption I feel like from when they almost did it with Regina and now I feel like they really did do it with Hook. Although, I guess like everyone doesn't accept him yet, but I don't even need them to because he's such a loner. He doesn't need yeah. that validation. So, just him the way that he approached that of like, I'm going to save you. And even even that was a little bit skeevy because he was like, I'm going to save your life. And he's like, thanks for saving my life. He's like, I didn't do it for you. I did it for some tail. <laughs> even that. Anyway? But it feels like in character. I don't know. I liked it. It was great. Five plus. Let's do it. Five plus. Five plus. So now let's watch the promo. We got a, we got a promo for next episode, which is let's see, season three. I'm going to scroll down. Everyone's going to come in next week and they're going to be like, I do not understand why they love this episode so much. I'm this sure. This is just an okay I'm sure, episode. But I'm still going to look at this right now and see that the friggin' thumbnail for the episode we just watched was Emma and Hook making out in the thumbnail right there. And that was a good kiss. That was a good kiss. She had him by the collar. She was like I was holding <laughs> on. Good. All right. So this here we go. We're going to watch. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the name <laughs> is. Cause we're just going to watch the promo. Okay. Yeah, because it's going to give it away. So, and, and oh. in fact, if you were a keen watcher last week, I was one millisecond uh, too slow. Oh, turning the video off. Oh wait, I do know who's showing up. Mm -hmm. I know. Yes, it's, and it and the very first frame is a new character, and I didn't say anything, and I just real quick slid over mm -hmm. and turned the video off, and I went back and looked at it, and there's a flash frame of the next because the next promo always auto plays, and I try and cut it off before it does, and yep. I missed. And I didn't see anybody comment on it, probably because it's not actually a big deal. I'm making it a big deal. But um, let's do it. Uh, no, gonna... it's a new character. I feel like we can hype new characters. I think uh, new characters and starting from this is the first like since Hook. I mean, Tink was good, but I think this character is really what yeah. everyone's waiting for when you have a movie about fairy tale characters, especially one that's rooted in Disney. So uh, here we go. Episode uh, yeah. six. 
Alright, here we are. Nope, didn't work. <laughs> that was fast. Well, that happened, but no nothing <laughs> else worked. The audio was messed up, and the video did not trigger. So that's about as, as SBC as you can get on this show. Uh, so this is the flash frame that we see. That this is This is it. Which is funny, because I didn't see the flash frame. That is Snow White. Yeah. In water, and the first few Swimming sounds around. we hear... Names Ariel. Next Sunday, one of the world's most beloved characters. Oh my God! Do you hear the yes. music? Comes to life. But when once upon a time spins the tale, I've got a new idea. Expect the unexpected. Ursula. Hello, Ariel. Once upon a time, all new next Sunday at eight seven central okay. on ABC. And tweet using hashtag Ariel. This hashtag week. Ariel. All right. So they were really leaning into the hashtags. Really into the hashtags. So, um, so it's Ariel, everybody. That's really exciting. I mean, I think, right? I think Ariel is what Belle should have been. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Just uh, saying. Now, if you weren't watching and you had some keen ears on that, you probably heard, uh her say ursula and then someone you say, heard oh hello really weird uh really weird the video of that promo if you're not watching on spotify video it was lana Perea in an octopus costume as ursula <laughs> as ursula so we're gonna have to unwrap what that crap uh, is about. They walk, uh, but they that run, that score was beautiful and i love the fact that they're they are leaning into once upon a time is putting a spin on things. Just get yes. used to it. I love yes. that. They're not telling a story. They are rewriting a new one. And I really love that because that's really the point, you know, but they're reminding people that this isn't uh, an additional interpretation yeah. of what we're used to, which I think is a smart and really the reason why I love the show. Yes. I think it's also Ariel is played by show. that girl from Reva. So here's what I know her from. I want to know, tell me the Discord, if anybody knows knows her from this. So at the time, this this time around like 2011 to say 2014, 15, or 16, I guess, I was really into fall premieres. I was like, I would study like mm -hmm. the lineup and then, you know, in August and then September would come and they'd all drop within a few weeks and I would I would figure out who was in what and I was into Who's going to get cut? Who's yeah, the stay. like award ceremonies and the Oscars and all this stuff, like where, or the Emmys rather. Um so I studied, and at the, at the time I had a written blog, and so I would write about shows. I was actually started the blog about America's Next Top Model because I was making fun of it because it was hilarious, right? Um, so I did those fall premieres, and one of them was a show called Privileged, and I guarantee you no one has ever seen the show. It got horrible ratings. It was canceled after one season. But the show was about a girl who was like hard on her luck and needed to... Um, basic to make money she needed to uh go babysit kids and when we say babysit we mean she became the nanny to two high school teenagers who were filthy stinking rich they lived in a mansion and so she was going to be the new live-in nanny which is why it was called privileged right um and so she played the live-in nanny the main character this is basically oh my god it's basically like kimmy schmidt like that kind of camp but it was a girl living in this rich house to yeah. take, to be mentors to these girls to a mom who was you know not paying attention and doing whatever it was awful it was so bad it was so, they had this like really stereotypical like gay black cook like that was it was one of the main characters it was really trying to pull from that from what's her name uh melissa mccarthy from 
uh, Gilmore Girls as the cook. Okay. You know, they were trying to pull from that character, but this Suki. dude was like yeah. super just like flamboyant, over the top. It was like offensive on every level. It was just like really oh. bad taste and the, the, the show flopped. But that was the first time I ever saw her. Oh my god! And then I started seeing her in a bunch of other random stuff after that. Went back and realized she was from Reba and like all this, you know. Yeah, I know her from Reba. She's like the daughter of the dumb guy, right? Is that what she is? She's the oldest daughter of Reba. And her baby daddy is Van, the dumb guy. Yeah, he, yeah that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they have like a kid in high school together. Right, right, right. right and they right. like live there and they're both dumb. She's, like, they're just complete yeah, idiots. Yeah, I remember that. She's a fantastic actress. She really Yes, is. I love her because I've seen her in other stuff since then. And I really... I really like her. She's got just a great, like, bubbly personality. She's got, uh, she's just got a, a stage presence that I, or a, yep. a screen presence that. And I love her voice. Yes. Let me see if I can just grab her name because I always forget what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is, the Joanna, name is gone that's right. right now. Joanna Garcia Swisher. <laughs> Such a yes. fun name, too. Um, let's just see a little bit of her, of her credits here uh, in case you're interested. Um, she, God, she's so pretty. She's from Tampa, Florida. I did not know that. Oh my gosh. Um, she was in Not Another Teen Movie. I do remember that actually. Um, yeah. Definitely Reba, Once Upon a Time from uh, 2013, um, as luck would have it, TV movie, Sweet Magnolia's TV series. Let's yep, go back. Sweet Magnolia's. She was in a few episodes of The Mindy Project. Phenomenal. Yes. God, that show is so good. Um, Perfect Royal Pains. Television. She was in a little bit. Royal Pains was a cool one. That was another one that was canceled before its time. Um, uh, a couple episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Gossip Girl, she played Brie Buckley. Yes, she did. Okay. The Archibald's nemesis. And then, okay, so Privileged was 2008 to 2009. Megan Smith, that was her name. Wow. Um, let's see. And then Reba. So Reba was before that. Reba was 2001, 2007. Um, and then, like, Family Guy, not a teen movie, American Pie 2. She was that girl next door who was just, like, always yeah. kind of aside other people and not necessarily a lead she was in dawson's creek party of five like she's been around for a while party of five 1998 <laughs> like she's wow. been doing this along are you afraid of the dark 1996 she was sam uh she was in step by step original tgif you know uh clarissa explains it all that goes way back to 1992 the first uh show that melissa joan hart from Sabrina teenage witch was ever on yes she is like a pretty good staple of you know like our abc programming i feel like yeah <laughs> so and and uh, like a lot of consistent abc specifically which is interesting she right. just like really hit that casting she, hard so yeah she have a contract i don't know i mean it's pretty typical that they would they would circle around the same you know group of people but i abc never, family did end up doing a lot of that yeah yeah and i've i've never seen it go this far back though like to 92 yeah. like that's a really that's a long career and she's still, she must have been getting paid she's still working She's like her last thing was yeah, Sweet Magnolias. Sweet right? Magnolias was yeah, it was recent, and I just clicked her her full bio. Whoops, and uh, I was just looking. I'm I'm wondering if this Nick Swisher is the Nick Swisher I'm thinking about. No, the, he's a he is an actor. He was in How I Met Your Mother and a couple other things. I thought that this was a comedian. sounds familiar. Right as soon as I saw it, I was like, mm. but he's only really acted in in Sweet Magnolias, and there's a uh, you know a couple other. Looks like, uh, oh, he's an oh. MLB analyst. He's a, he's not a, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's been in a bunch of baseball. He looks like, so. um, Kevin, Britney Spears's Federline? <laughs> yeah. This picture? I haven't heard, yeah. Oh. I haven't heard Oops. that in a long time. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Um, all right. Oh, she's a sorority girl. Florida, Florida's Tampa Catholic High School, homecoming queen. I mean, that makes sense. That does. Track. I mean, that, that tol- tracks. That totally tracks with like her her long career. I would have voted for her. I yeah, agreed. I also would have done that. Um, so here we are, uh, end of the episode. I I think oh, yeah. that was super fun. It was a great, great episode. We we it's a long one, so we know you guys love those. You we had fun. Us. We but we you know we do our thing. So uh, I guess we it's uh, time for us to say goodbye. Well, it's time to go. You don't have to go home, but you have to get out of here. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's the end of the episode. <laughs> we just finished uh, Once Upon a Time season three episode. Five? Yeah, sure. Yes, six. Uh, good no, form. Five. Definitely five. <laughs> good form. It was in good form because it was a five plus episode. I hey, uh, would love to take the time right now to thank a beautiful and lovely Heatherly over in the Discord for <laughs> our great. Ella, what is this called? Art uh, podcast artwork. Yeah. Our profile picture. Yep. Um, incredible. We love it so much. Thank you. You're the best. We would love to also shout out Tanneran, who has been working so diligently and hard on our merch oh, that so is hard. coming out. It is looking Gorgina. We let are me tell so you. excited about that. It's so close. We have we, we so have our designs cool. and we're just tweaking now, but we're we're almost there. Well, I'm giving out thank yous. Thank you so much to the lovely Taryn D. Roche and the hey. ever so amazing Bartholomew and Harper Jean Shikorsky for letting us take the time to record this podcast. We, your support does not go unnoticed. Yes, uh, we would love to thank everyone Unsung in the Discord. Heroes. Speaking of support, for continuously showing up and listening to our show and adding to the great conversation over in our Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord yet, now is the time. The link is in our bio. If you're feeling like you would love to support us in a different way, we have a Patreon. We have some fun bonus content on there and more coming soon. If you would like to... uh, Leave us a voicemail or send us a text message. That phone number is 207 other numbers that Mackie's going to tell you right now because uh, that page just went away. 536-8512-207. One more time. 536-8512. Again, you can leave us a voicemail. You can send us a text message. If you would like to email us, the SBCpod at gmail.com. If you would like to send us a DM, the SBCpod on Instagram, or you can message our personals at Mackie Mouse Media or at Isla Shikorsky. We are always around to chit-chat. We love you so much. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. It means so much. We would love to get our voices out there to other potential future brookies. Yeah. This is episode 51. 51. Mackie and I made it here. We're going to record episode 52, which is literally never been done before. (laughs) If you know, you know, fam. (laughs) That's it. We're done. We're out of here. This is it. 51 episodes, guys. We're so pumped. We are continuing the celebration. I don't know how long we're going to continue the celebration, but we're going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, here's to another... 50 episodes and we'll see what happens at episode 100 we went so long that the music ran out i don't care i'm playing it damn again. wow uh, <laughs> i got cut off oscar speech we just got style. oscar speech on our own show uh anyway uh thank you everybody for being here and we're looking forward to 
talking to you again next week. So all magic. All, all <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> English works. English is a language that I speak, I promise. All magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. See you in Neverland, everybody. Stay gold. Stay rumple. Bye. Bye. Oh.